Welcome to and the Award Goes To, a weekly podcast where we see the newest films that hit theaters, giving our thoughts, impressions, and finally, an award to a particular thing in the movie. My name is JT Atkins, and with me is... Rocky Rudoy. Rocky, it's been a while. It's been, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. It's been a, been a hot minute. We've yeah, had been... life going on, things yes. happening, shit uh, not being able to get together, and... I mean, it's. I guess if it's gonna happen at any point, it might as well be now. Where we're in January, yeah, and February, February. Where yeah. the, nothing's really happening. But we we saw some good movies. We, um, we tried to record an episode a couple weeks back, and uh, we had some technical issues with some of the equipment. Yep. And so, by technical issues with some equipment, we mean my laptop died. Yeah, so we're using my <laughs> laptop now. So we're using your laptop until I can get my thing up and going, and. Yeah. We'll yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this seems to be working all right then. Yeah, Everything's still sure. reading. Okay. So yeah, we should be all right. good. Still reading everything. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um fuck, we still didn't figure out. What are, what are, what's our review gonna be? Uh we're gonna we're gonna do two reviews. Okay. We're gonna do Black Panther and we do Annihilation. Cool. All right. Because so I feel we'll... like there's gonna be a lot to say about either of them that hasn't been said already. Black yeah. Panther because I think everybody said what they needed to say. Yeah. And most of you have already seen it. Mm-hmm. And Annihilation, because you really can't talk too much about it without spoiling it. It's, yeah. It's, and there's a lot of ways to kind of take the film. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, those are going to be the movies we're going to get into. Uh, how did you like both of them? Uh, I like both of them. Uh, I like Black Panther a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Annihilation, I like more the more I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I don't think I I didn't love Annihilation, but I, I think it's pretty good. I think it's a good film. Yeah, yeah uh, I I don't think it's nearly as great as Ex Machina. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, which yeah. Alex Garland, Garland also put out. Yeah, or his other movie because he yeah. also did a. Did he direct Twenty Eight Days Later? No, he, it, it, he just wrote it. Danny oh, Boyle okay. directed. Uh, he he wrote, he wrote Sunshine and Twenty Eight Days Later, both which gotcha. Danny Boyle directed. Okay, and okay. he also wrote Dread. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. we film. talked about this. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah. You you mentioned that to me before. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna get into those uh, shortly. Is this recording fucking stereo? Yeah, it's recording stereo. Hmm. Okay, that should be. Uh, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I think usually mine records mono, so uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Is it because the headphones are still in? I don't fucking no. No, it shouldn't be because I leave the headphones in sometimes. Nah. Um, say something real quick. Uh something real quick. No, we're good. Um, so anyway, yeah, so we're gonna get to. The, do you have news? Uh, not really. No, I don't really have anything either. So yeah, I think I saved like one thing. I mean, we're just gonna do reviews. Kevin today. Smith had a heart attack. He did. Yeah. We talked about it yeah. The, no, it just happened this week. week. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it just happened this week. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was sad. Yeah, but he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he got really lucky because it's one that's usually pretty fatal. Where yeah. where where got him? It's uh. It's like the widow. The widow maker. Yeah, it's like that's what they call the artery. Or yeah. Whatever, it's like the widow maker. Yeah. When it's gone, it's like oh, okay, you're fucking dead. Yeah, so. but he survived it. So yeah. apparently, I time to stop was... smoking so much pot and eating so many burritos. <laughs> <and it's time laughs> I to... guess so. Which he's already like, he's already lost a shitload of he weight. He lost a lot of weight. It's mainly just because, like, from what I understand from him, he stopped eating sugar. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Like he just yeah. stopped eating a lot of. He was drinking sugar. like a shitload of prune juice, also. Was he? Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's talking about how with... randy it was making him. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> he's talking about like if you want to fuck the shit out of your wife, to drink prune juice. I'm like I'm not married, but I'll drink prune juice. <laughs> I'll have him with a fuck right now. Yeah. So I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'll just I'm jerk off a lot after I drink some prune juice. Yeah. yeah. I ain't gonna do that. No, but I know he lost a lot of weight because he cut out a lot of processed sugar, and then he was also like taking his dogs for walks more often. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm just going walking and doing whatever. And so I mean, that's. He just lost weight, but yeah, 
regardless of how much weight you lose at you know that point in your life when you're like 40 or something when you've lived for so long doing all the other stuff that you've done it's like bound to catch up with you yeah i think his dad has like i think it's also hereditary because i think his dad like died of a heart attack also or something like that yeah Yeah. because it's only his mom yeah she she lives on tampa that's why he does so many tampa comic conventions oh okay he visits tampa a lot gotcha yeah yeah he um i mean i'm thankful that he's still kicking though so he he I, I think, so did he have the heart attack at the show? Because he was doing two shows. Yeah, dur- he, during the show, he was like, oop. Yeah, then, yeah, he did like one show. He did the first show and he was like really fucking sick. Mm-hmm. And so like he went and threw up and still didn't feel better. Mm-hmm. And then was like, I'm not doing the second show. Yeah, I right. need to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And someone stuck on him and the doctor was like, yeah, if you didn't come now, you were dead. So yeah. if you would have done that second show, you would have died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm happy he's doing better. I met him one time and he was really, really nice. Yeah, that's what I always hear about. He yeah, was a nice and, uh, guy, so yeah. He gave me a compliment on my beard back when I had my beard and stuff. Yeah, and you still yeah. got a beard right now. Yeah, the, I got the mountain got chops. The Wolverine, <laughs> yeah, chops going on. Yeah, I got, I got some chops going on. Yeah, <laughs> I just ordered some uh, beard oil today. Yeah, so we'll see how. Have that you goes. ever used it before? Nope, it's good. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't use it all the time. I I, I, I always use mine naturally, like just like my beard grow naturally yeah, but i'll yeah, put like beard oil on like maybe once a week to every other week just uh-huh. to kind of like smooth it out and everything you okay. know cool yeah. it feels good when you put it in there and yeah. like get it all like nice and soft and everything good. You know? okay so, yeah this will be my first experience with it yeah so. i just got some some brand that was off like amazon so okay i don't know we'll you can trust amazon right <laughs> yeah i mean they're usually pretty good on yeah. that. all the stuff i get this episode brought to you by amazon yeah so, um, <laughs> pay us <laughs> <laughs> give us an affiliate link so yeah. we can fucking make money um yeah, so no news. So which which movie are we gonna do first? Not Black Panther, I guess, since it came out first. Black Panther, it is. I have seen gods fly. I've seen men build weapons that I couldn't even imagine. Uh huh. I've seen aliens drop from the sky. Yeah. But I have never seen anything like this. How much more are you hiding? Hola. Let's go, go, go. Uh, we are home. My son, it is your time. Show me my respect and bow down. You get to decide what kind of king you are going to be. Don't freeze. I never freeze. Um, so what was, give us all the, the download. Uh, it is written and directed by Ryan Coogler. Who's also done such famous hits as? Uh, Fruitvale Station yeah. and Creed. Both were fantastic films, and this is a really good one as well. Uh-huh. Um, he, somebody else wrote it with him, but no, no offense to him. I mean, I'm sure the guy's a great writer also, but I don't feel like looking up the information. So, <laughs> so I'm yeah, just going to give Ryan Coogler it. Um yeah. <laughs> Uh, starring, um, <laughs> starring Michael B. Jordan. Uh, yeah, he's ch- also in like all the other. Yeah, he's he's in both the other ones. This is a third yeah. collaboration together. Yeah, um, yeah, he Chadwick Boseman comes back uh, as Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy Serkis is in it, who we've talked about before, and yep. Planet of the Apes and stuff. Um, and something else I think we could talk about. Oh, Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But he's also. Uh, reprising his little Marvel role that yeah. he has of a uh, claw, claw, Ulysses okay. Claw. Okay. Um, uh, who else is in it? Um, fuck, fucking chick from uh, 
Walking Dead. Yeah, Denai Gurdetta. Yeah. I think that's how you say her name. Um, she plays Michonne in The Walking yeah, Dead. Angela Bassett is in it. Who's Angela? Oh yeah, the auntie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's, uh, it's yeah. Black Panther's mom, and there's okay, Force yeah. Whitaker. Other people are in the film. Uh, Lupita, the guy that Lupita Nyong. Yeah, Nyong'o or Nyong'o or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh she she's what's her name? She's old butthole eyes from um, Star Wars eyes. Force Awakens. Yeah, she closes. She's Moss Kanata. Um, oh yeah. But when so she closes her eyes, it looks like she has two anuses as eyes. <laughs> Um, yeah, when she takes off her glasses. Yeah, <laughs> old old asshole eyes. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, some other people are in it. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of know. asshole eyes, why am I the only person that's gonna bring this up? But the guy that plays his dad, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know if I noticed it just because it's in three D, but only one of his eyes function. Yeah, he's like, he's got he's almost got like Forrest Whitaker eye. Yeah, like, yeah, his his one like eye one droops a little lower, but like yeah. his one eye will blink and the other one will stay open. Yeah, and I didn't yeah, notice yeah. that in Civil War, and I'm like, just I'm like, oh yeah, I noticed that in Civil War a little bit. Really, I was like, look around, I'm like, am I the only person seeing this? <laughs> but cool little fact I found out is um the guy that plays his dad, yeah, his son plays the young version of T'Chaka in the movie, whatever in the flashback scenes with T'Chaka. Oh, okay, that's cool. his son in real life. Oh, interesting. He's playing the younger version of him. Nice. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and his dad's in, in uh, this one. Civil War, and he's too. in this he's, one also. He does, they have a whole, I mean, most of y'all see him, but uh, yeah. there's a little bit of Lion King action yeah. through some vision, so he comes <laughs> yeah. back and everything. Yeah. And there's some flashback sequences, so they just use the stock footage from Civil War. Yeah. A couple yeah, things yeah, exactly. and stuff. Um, are we missing anyone? Alan Freeman or whatever his name is? Oh, Martin Freeman is, Martin is in Freeman, it. So. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this meme, but um, it, it had that, it had like a screen picture of um ulysses claw and martin freeman's character together has andy circus and martin freeman yeah and it's like so uh andy circus was Gollum uh-huh. in uh lord of the rings uh, yep. and martin freeman was bilbo in the bilbo hobbit movies yep. so i guess that makes them both the tolkien white men of this film <laughs> I think I, I think I saw that on Twitter, but I forgot about it. Yes. I was like, that's clever. And they, and they literally are like the only two white guys yeah, in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is a primarily black film, it which is, isn't a yeah. bad thing. It's got yeah. uh, one of the other black guys in it, um, dude from Get Out, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, uh, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Daniel yeah, Kaluuya is in it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really been two, two really important uh black power films yeah, in yeah. past year yeah because get out was last last yeah, year last february yeah last <laughs> when it came out this february yeah. maybe he only makes movies during black history Month. yeah right? yeah clearly uh does your computer automatically go to sleep mode no okay. no just probably saving a screen yeah okay the screen <laughs> i was like no your computer shut off too no Fuck. no okay no we're good um cool so i'll just keep that awake though and make sure it's still on yeah, sure. um but yeah so you liked it yeah wait a minute wait a minute we already did directed and do okay, that's all I want. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Uh probably uh <laughs> well, my my roommate playing with a dog. Okay. He's like, a little <laughs> he's, he's found a dog, so he's being a little loud with it. <laughs> oh, is it is it the uh I've met him, right? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah. super yeah, he's cool. Right? Yeah, he's it's nice. Yeah, yeah, but he just gets really excited when he sees that dog. <laughs> oh. does, does he keep the dog here? Huh? In the apartment? Yeah, but we got we got two dogs in the apartment, but it's it's Baruch's dog, but Baruch's out of town, I don't know why. Oh. but it's not it's not that guy's dog <laughs> oh okay. yeah okay cool yeah um yeah i just heard that i was like what the fuck is yeah <laughs> um so we did the other shit um 
It's been a minute, so I'm trying to go through what we usually do. All right. So the movie, uh, non-spoilers and then spoilers. Yes. And you liked it. I did. Did you? Yes. Yeah. All right. That's our review. Later. All right. Cool. Um, Annihilation. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was good. I, uh, I honestly didn't think it was like as good as people were losing their shit about when I first saw it. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. as it sat with me longer, I was like, you know what? That, that is a solid fucking superhero movie. Well, regardless uh, of it just yeah. being like a black movie and stuff like good for like the African American it's, it's, it's culture. It's black and empowerment. Yeah. It's women empowerment. Yeah. Which is both. The, and then, okay, this I want to get out of the way real quick. Cause I got kind of pissed off when I saw this headline. Cause I think that people are blowing it a little out of proportion okay. in some good ways, work, not in those ways of being like black empowerment yeah. and women empowerment. Cause it really is. Yeah. But so it's like, this movie's revolutionary. Yeah. Let me say something. This movie does nothing revolutionary <laughs> to the genre of film, to the idea to of the, filmmaking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The movie is progressive. It, it is not revolutionary. Yeah. It does nothing that a Marvel movie hasn't yeah. done technical wise. Yeah. I've so, seen people even saying like, this is one of the best movies ever. And I'm like, uh... some article came out where it's like, I guess Rotten Tomatoes was trying to do something. They were like trying out a new system okay. and it got ranked like number one best film ever made. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And I think Collider may have done a video of it. Where they were like talking about it, and the one guy on there yeah. was like, it, "Well, the one there's two guys talking about it." And one guy asked the other one, "He's like, so what? Did you, what do you think about this?" Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, "Well, I'm real split on it because I really like Black. I don't give a fuck how much you like Black <laughs> Panther. If you think for a second this is the best movie ever made, yeah. you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, against every movie ever, this Black Panther is the best one. So yes." <laughs> I think that everybody's it's it's got people excited. I think it's yeah. a little it's bit a much. It, it's yeah. a really good movie. And whenever I think about at first I started watching, I'm like, I really enjoy that. I don't know if it's one of the best Marvel movies. Then I started thinking about all the Marvel movies, yeah. which we think of Marvel as a whole, but if you start breaking them down you individually, down you're like it's better than a lot of them. Yeah. It's better it's like, than it's like, like all Civil the War Thor films. Winter, you got Civil War, you got Winter Soldier, yeah. you got First Avengers and Yeah. Like Iron Man kind <laughs> like of one movies. and I like three. A lot, yeah. a lot of people don't like three, but yeah, I like Shane. I like Shane Black a lot, so I, I liked it. Um, yeah. but but it is true, yeah. When you break down, the it's Marvel better than universe. all the Thor films. Yeah, it's absolutely. better than Ant Man. It's better than Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. It's better than um Avengers two. Mm-hmm. It's a really good film. Um, but I think that everybody's getting a little too like excited about it. I think yeah. we're blowing. I think that give a few months and like, we're going to kind of cool down. Like, what the fuck? What were you saying? It's like, going to cool down, man. Cause Wonder Woman rode, rode the freaking, it, it rode the wave until the end of the year, man. It was even when justice league came out, they were like, yeah, justice league. But you remember wonder woman? It was like, fuck. Well, like, this is this year's wonder woman. Cause I think that wonder yeah. woman really like is a big reason why this movie is so successful in some way. I think yeah. that people are, were kind of trumping the bit for something else. It's very progressive Definitely. in the superhero genre as far yeah. as, contributing to a minority group uh-huh. you know um whether it's women empowerment this one took the women empowerment and took black empowerment and you know we like seeing that more and you know later on this year we're gonna see atlantean empowerment <laughs> empowerment so oh. so <laughs> <laughs> okay. with aquaman, aquaman yeah. so you know i mean i think that it's the about atlanteans. time atlanteans got you know, yeah, know. They need got to time to shine them, right? yeah exactly on the, on the big screen yeah um i kind of i kind of feel i like i i absolutely understand where you're coming from i kind of feel the same way where it's like this movie and maybe you know we're just a fucking we're a couple of white douchebags so i mean like maybe we don't get it but i think there's like a thing to the movie it's when i first saw it 
Like, I was like, yeah, it's good. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, fuck, yeah, it is a really good Marvel movie. It's just a good movie in general, too. And then, uh, and, like, I was trying to think of it, and, like, I think I was telling you about this before, I was trying to think of it, like, separated from its, like, okay, like, maybe can you look at it as just a movie and not as, like, the African-American, like, black thing or whatever? And I don't think you can. Like, I think with Wonder Woman, you can look at it as, like, oh, you can look at it minus the woman thing because, like, you're able to separate it. Like, it's still just a movie about a superhero. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's a superhero origin movie. And with Mm -hmm. Black Panther, I feel that it's a little bit different because the the fact of the matter is the African culture, the blackness in it, is so ingrained in the story that you you can't take yeah. it out. You can't remove yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And so that's like the yeah, very story. It's not an African-American it. empowerment film. It is a black empowerment film. Like, Wait, Do you mean the opposite way? Because I, I thought it was the opposite way. Where it's not like a black movie. It's an African. Like, it's a, Yeah, that's African. what I mean. It's a bla- oh. like, like, like back to the origins. Like yeah, of, yeah. Of, it's, 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 it's about black history. Yeah. And celebrating history and, and, and where we where they come from and everything like that. You know, it's not but I think that's something that's also picked <clears throat> up in the film is that um with Killmonger's character uh-huh. I mostly have probably seen this film, so Killmonger, his ideal system against T'Challa, I think that there's another layer yeah. of this film talking about like the mindset and I- ideology of what the black man in America yeah. would think mm-hmm. against to what the you know your roots think yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying like it's this kind of conflicting ideology where it's like you have this anger and this kind of like cry for justice yeah but then it's like how different is that from where you came from and are you forgetting your origin and what yeah. you did yeah. and stuff or you know and and should that affect you in your community should you bring that instead of yeah. like like letting go of so much anger and then crying to do better in your community and remember yeah. your origins and empowering your own people yeah definitely and everything you're saying is like is a super important part of the story and the characters mm-hmm. and that makes me just even more believe like i don't think this is like even like it's not one of the best movies ever no but like we're going to look back on it like when you look back it's on an a important movies, superhero film it definitely is mm-hmm. and when you look back on it and stuff like i think this movie and wonder woman are going to be remembered for what they like stood for and what they did for film and like not even just superhero films but like film in general like it's helping bust out a lot of stuff like it's helping like break a lot of boundaries a right. lot of uh a lot of you know it's breaking out of a lot of chains and everything and a I bunch think of social to, barriers yeah we're going to look back at in history like when you look back in film like yeah you'll look back at stuff that's like oh that's good storytelling right there right. Like, oh that's a good like yeah it's really good acting and all this kind of stuff but some of the really 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 big pieces of work that we all look back on are usually always things like wonder woman mm-hmm. or black panther or, or something that stood for something that was really important in the time when it came out and it might just be hard to see that right now because we're in the time with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I think it's gonna—I think it's gonna stick around for a while. No, oh, for like, sure. We're gonna remember it. Like we're—we're we're going to remember the premieres of these movies. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. Even though we don't think they're like the best movies now. No, no, like, no. They're—they're they're definitely gonna hold up. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this film is. I mean, I like this movie a lot more than Wonder Woman actually. Um, yeah. and I like Wonder Woman, but I—I I just like this one better. I think it had better, deeper characters. It had a better bad guy, and I think that. You know, one woman that was one of its weaknesses with Ares was in oh, that was a yeah. super super memorable bad guy and didn't yeah. have really an impact on the story too much. Yeah. But with Killmonger is one of the best villains that Marvel has had because he has a reason for what he's doing. He's really good. Yeah. yeah. I've I've talked to people who are like don't even consider themselves really like movie movie people. Mm-hmm. Like they just, you know, it's another Marvel movie, so they're mm-hmm. gonna go see it. 
and like you know me and we, we could have an we could have an hour two hour three hours long discussion of like dissecting the differences and the similarities even between t'challa and killmonger yeah like those are very two like they kind of want the same thing out of a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and killmonger is kind of right in a lot of the stuff that he's doing mm-hmm. and you kind of see his point of view and i think that's what makes a really good villain yeah and even people who like i was talking to at work are just like uh this one girl i was talking to she went and saw it and she's like yeah that bad guy like michael b jordan like he's the bad he's guy sexy. But... <laughs> besides that <laughs> no, that was me that said that um, <laughs> no but uh she she's like she she's like she's like telling me about it and uh she's like yeah he's you know the bad guy but he's kind of right about some stuff yeah. And i'm like yeah absolutely That's the problem is just in the execution what do you mean his his master plan like oh, it's just in the yeah. execution of how he wants to get it done but his ideology is yeah. is fair yeah no, no, no. yeah absolutely yeah. like that's what i've heard a lot of people i don't know enough about history to really make this comparison my, mm-hmm. myself but i've heard a lot of people make making the comparison of uh malcolm x and martin luther king yeah, jr sure and as much as i know about that stuff on a surface level i can see that and i'm like oh okay so mm-hmm. i'm not going to get into it like in the deeper meanings of it and whatever and really dissect it because i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> but like that's kind of like those two characters like one of it one of they both want the same thing and they both are fighting a good fight but one of them is trying to like do a lot of shit by force and the right. other one's like and the force that he's doing it's like you kind of believe where you're just like yeah they've been shit on forever mm-hmm. like this is what happens and then you have the other guy, like, T'Challa, who's, like, not wanting to do everything by force. But he's also doing the thing where he's, like, we can take care of our own, but he kind of does that thing where it's, like, we should only take care of our own. And then it's, like, no, like, we need to, you know, he's got his sister, Shuri, who mm-hmm. is the standout character for me in the movie. I disagree. And for a lot of people. I know. I disagree. <laughs> yeah. I think Okoye is better than her. Yeah. Like, Shuri, like, I think maybe going into it is just too... Like, it was like, she steals the movie. So yeah. my expectations were high. And then, oh, like, within yeah. the first five minutes, I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. She's just, you yeah. know, it, it felt like they were just trying to make her too, like, they try to give her too many jokes. Like, isn't she funny? I'm like, yeah, she's fine. Whenever, all, like, with Okoye, his, his bodyguard, yeah. she yeah. felt really natural. And I liked her scenes and stuff like that. I thought she was a much more engaging character than Shuri was. I thought both of them, I mean, it's personal And I'm fine with Shuri. Yeah. I liked her. I, not yeah. that I didn't like her. I just wasn't blown away by yeah. her. Yeah. It's yeah. just personal preference. Like, uh-huh. a lot of, like, a lot of people, that's why they like the Marvels. They get the Marvel movies. They get lighthearted and make a lot of jokes and stuff. And mm-hmm. Shuri is kind of the impersonation of a... a personification of a marvel movie like she's very much like cracking the jokes and doing like she's the joke maker and everything like mm-hmm. she's the comic relief and i think a lot of people like that and i always like that too and yeah. I, I usually really do like the silent but deadly kind of mm-hmm. people too and that's what a koi is like she's absolutely being the silent strong type and kicking ass and everything yeah, right. and I, I liked her mm-hmm. it's just shuri was like she I, I loved her she was standing out completely and but i mean besides all that um the fact the facts of the matter is is that like T'Challa is trying to like keep a lot of stuff in Wakanda and then you know the supporting characters mainly his love interest I can't remember her name who uh, played by Lupita Nyong'o. oh uh I forget her name yeah I forget her name yeah. in the movie but yeah. uh she is like no we should be helping people we should be pushing like we have all this like technology and like all this kind of stuff that we can do and we should be like helping mm-hmm. and um it was a really interesting thing to see where it's like you have all these like in other movies like star wars or any other kind of thing where you have like a struggling like minority you have a struggling like resistance or rebels or something you have a 
sect of people that are usually struggling against a higher power Mm -hmm. and they don't have like they have some of the means to fight Mm -hmm. but they don't have like all the really really good means where they could just like wipe out everything completely and take over sure and like you know like star wars that's the rebels like they're struggling they're fighting but in black panther it's like you know the black people are struggling around the world and everything they're getting taken advantage of and killed and just whatever and then you have this like black society in wakanda who are like light years above everyone else so they're the minority but they had the power also and yeah, right. like, we're not going to share this power with mm-hmm. anyone and that's one of the central struggles of the movie is that like we have this power should we be using it to take over or should we be using it to finally fight back should we be using it like at all like yeah, to right. show anyone should mm-hmm. we keep it to ourselves mm-hmm. and i thought that was a really interesting concept that they kind of like it kind of flips a lot of other stuff on its head which sure. is not even just about the black thing but it's the movie in general it's right like something that kind of stands out within the movie but uh as we find out later on in the movie things change with that and mm-hmm. which i that's a big change for the marvel universe this is really interesting that this is the movie that uh sets up well, it doesn't set up set up Marvel or uh, Infinity Wars, but it's like right before Infinity mm-hmm. Wars. Yeah, we're so gonna sequel Black Panther in like a month because <laughs> yeah. like Avengers is like it looks like a good portion of it takes place in Wakanda. Yeah, it looks like some of it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because probably What's the Infinity Stone is probably there. It's oh, probably okay. what's in that asteroid, giving them all the vibranium yeah. technology. But um, Wakanda, what I also like uh, connected to what you said is that Wakanda is symbolic of America. Okay. Like the whole thing with should we share our resources? There are immigration things, and like we don't let any new people in yeah, or all yeah, that definitely. stuff. Like where this like you know entity that has the means to help, yeah, and to do things where we're so kind of like involved within ourselves yeah. and our own that we that aren't we're like to doing only take care yeah of and not trying to yeah and do anything yeah. like that. So there's like a lot of like parallels to America and Wakanda and talking about like foreign negotiations and yeah. policies and everything and yeah. how you connect with the outside world and stuff. And of course, all that turns out by the end where it's like, I mean, I, I think we're pretty much as possible. Everybody's seen this film already, so it really doesn't <laughs> yeah. fucking matter. But, um, spoiler, about spoiler reviews. Yeah. About them, uh, giving the technology, like at the very, very yes. end, like the mid credit sequence is like, yeah. him like, Hey, we're sharing our Wakanda technology with everybody yeah. because like, yeah, Tony Stark is doing good. But he's like his technology isn't near our technology. It's not yeah. even our like because of us. It's because we just happened to build our land on top of this. Yeah, yeah. Meteor. Yeah. They the kind of vibranium. That fell. Yeah. So we took all their technology and all their intelligence onto us and kind of like it just slingshotted us like way yeah. ahead of anything you could <laughs> even imagine. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really interesting. I like how it still keeps with that like um the African type of design of everything, but just like yeah. it's feels still feels very African and natural, yeah. but just with like some of the weaponry and everything, but like all the clothes and like the colors and costume design, how even like the, the Wakanda towns look like and everything. Yeah. It still has like that, like third world country kind of feel to it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and everything. I, I think, um, I think we've, uh, one of us has probably mentioned the term before, but the term that I, think exists out there for it is like it's called afro afrofuturism yeah afrofuturism so, yeah it's like uh, i actually read like a book that was considered like that back in uh, college in my science fiction class that i took my science fiction literature class that i took but um yeah it's like you take this like african culture and yeah. you keep a lot of the african stuff on it mm-hmm. and then you just like 
run with it and mm-hmm. you make the technology like super crazy and whatever so anyways yeah since we're what, what else are we talking about um i, I mean these are just overall impressions <laughs> we have the andy movie, but... andy circus i think everybody stills that um still i think everybody's really really good at it yeah but andy circus and michael b jordan like both choose scenery like yeah. they're so fucking good like andy circus is fucking great as claw yeah and like michael b jordan is one of the best marvel villains we've got problem being though is that we lose both of them by the end <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like hope you guys enjoyed this all right yep <laughs> they're gone um but we still have mbaku yeah yeah and mbaku i was really impressed with as well oh, okay Whereas in the comics, they call him Man-Ape. <laughs> but you can't put that in a movie, especially a black apartment movie. It's like, oh, yeah, well, we got this character out, Man-Ape. It's like, that was a good like choice a, not to call him that. Like a man, but an ape also. Yeah, they only called the Gorilla Tribe one time uh, okay. in, in the film. Yeah. And stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think all the characters really bring their A-game. Um, the women characters are awesome and strong. I think they still... I think the thing about the Black Panther movie is like, yeah, Black Panther is interesting, but I think almost every other character in the film is almost more interesting than yeah than T'Challa. It feels like a, <laughs> I think it kind of feels like a movie like a lot of people went uh, crazy with the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie because it's like an ensemble movie without intro- introducing all the individual characters, mm-hmm. and that's what this movie kind of felt like. Where mm-hmm. it was like, it's not just Black Panther; it's an ensemble movie, and you've never seen any of the, any of these other characters before. So. Yeah, right. Here they are. Because mm. it wasn't like Avengers where it sets everything up. We got to see Black Panther in the Civil War, but that was about it. Yeah, we got our introduction. We know yeah. who he is and stuff. So let's exactly. see the world he lives in. Yeah. And this I and you know, Ryan Coogler kind of getting his ideas, you know, through the movie. You yeah. Know, like different battles and yeah, everything definitely. of uh ideology, different yeah. sides of ideology for Struggling. a bunch of different things. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really great. But also what affects this movie is that I wish they would have given him more free reign because i really feel like there's some sequences that feels like he really wanted to do like mm-hmm. there's that middle my, my favorite part of the film is that middle sequence where yeah. they're in korea yeah and the casino yeah and the casino and the whole car chase that's awesome yeah the last battle scene on the other hand i think the movie fell apart a bit it it feels like it kind of falls apart a little bit. Like I definitely really like the ending casino part too, mm-hmm. especially because it begins with just like a long take of yeah. like everyone. Like it, it shows everyone kind of in the different parts of the casino. Like fighting. Okoye so, yeah. is like up on the like uh, balcony. A balcony, yeah, yeah. and she like jumps down, mm-hmm. and then shows like Black Panther over here, and yeah. like uh, um, the agent like Martin Freeman's character. Yeah, like he's in there doing something. Uh-huh. And yeah, so like it just goes around and shows everyone, and it doesn't do any cuts, and I really enjoy that. And then the car scene chase is like really fun and Shuri gets to have fun with that and she's in it using her little technology and everything. That's a really whole fun sequence. Mm-hmm. And then the ending the fight scene, I'm I'm still pretty okay with. The only thing I wasn't okay with was the rhinos yeah. when they came in. It's yeah, like they don't they just don't look that good. Um I mean, regardless of that, everything took place like during the day, so it was like we don't have any of the DC stuff that everyone's complaining about. We're like smoke or rain or whatever. It felt like, like episode one. It felt like that battle at the end of episode really? one, Naboo, whenever like the Gungans are fighting okay. the droids and the orb and stuff. Yeah. They're out in like a field I and can stuff. See that. Yeah, it like, looked kind of similar. Yeah. My, my, I thought it looked. I love Shuri being in it, like using her freaking like gauntlets yeah, that she gods. had. And then uh, I thought it was really interesting that Black Panther was so like not directly against 
uh, Killmonger for a good bit of the fights, mm-hmm. like they weren't fighting. And mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. I thought that was really interesting where it's like you have Black Panther over here trying to get to Killmonger mm-hmm. and then Killmonger is fighting off like uh, Shuri and the and, and the love interest girl. I still can't remember her name. But they're like, fi- like, yeah, so they're like, he's not able to get to Killmonger. And so like a good five, six, seven minutes of that fight it's just him being out in the field trying to get across the field. Mm. And then, like, Killmonger just, you know, fighting. And the girl's, like, holding their own against him. Yeah. And then when he does finally get there, the main sequence that I did love in the ending was when they fell down into the shaft and they were falling through the air. Mm-hmm. And they were fighting in the middle of the air. Because I was like... That looks terrible. I fucking loved it. It, it, might, it so might not. It might bad. not look... Like, the graphics might not look amazing. Yeah. But I love that it was just, like, silent for a second. And they mm. were like falling and just like beating each other's asses in mm-hmm. air like i think i've mentioned it to you already it reminded me of like agent smith and our agent yeah agent smith and neo and like the matrix that looked really Where, bad it also. did but i love that fucking i love like matrix revolutions like that whole ending fight scene i love they're just like flying around town beating each other's asses and that's what that reminded me of in this where there was like that that cavern was just so fucking huge yeah like oh we're falling and we can't grab onto anything. So here we go. And yeah. they're just like punching and kicking. And uh, it looked bad. It. Like, like for Marvel, that's one thing that that's why it felt like he didn't really want to do that fight sequence so much. But like Marvel's like, you need a last battle sequence of some sort. Yeah. Whatever. It kind of felt like a battle. lot that he just wanted to keep it kind of a character piece and kind yeah. of keep it a little bit like a little bit restrained. Uh-huh. Um, because look like for a Marvel movie, some of that CG looked pretty bad yeah, some like of pretty especially rough, yeah. marvel it's just like oh put this in or whatever yeah. like some of that fight between killmonger and black panther down in that shaft look like look like fucking blade 2 when they <laughs> it looked like it looked like they're fighting in front of the lights and blade when, 2 when they, when they <laughs> land and the train is like going through stuff like mm-hmm. it looks kind of weird at some yeah. of those moments um i mean none of it was really enough to really take me out of it the, yeah. the, the, the biggest thing that was like killing it for me it's every time it showed the rhino. And even yeah. then, I was just like, oh, it's funny that they're using a rhino. That's cool. That's <laughs> cool. Are cool. <laughs> yeah. Rhino's real, right? I hated the part where the rhino, like, stopped in front of Okoye and, like, licked her. And I was like, because yeah. that whole, like, their relationship, like, yeah. Okoye uh, and the other guy. Like and Kaluuya's character. Yeah, like, their, uh, you know, their love interests. Yeah. And I literally forgot about that until, mm-hmm. like, he mentioned, like, he was on top like, of the rhino. Oh, yeah, you're in love. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, on top of the rhino. He's like, are you really going to do this to my, my love? And I was like, oh yeah they are together aren't they like i just fucking forgot about it um because they only use like one scene earlier in the movie to establish mm-hmm. it but uh yeah i mean other than that in the whole ending you know it's a marvel ending yeah. so it's got the third act battle and everything yeah. uh killmonger dying in particular was like yeah everybody likes that last line that fucking last line's incredible mm-hmm. it's so fucking good um, he's like uh he's just dying and he's like what is it bury me in the he's like bury me in the waters like my ancestors who jumped because they knew that it's better to like go out on your own terms than to like live life and like change yeah then live life and change yeah something like that because he was talking about like the slaves who got carried over to america yeah they jumped off the boats and they killed Killed themselves themselves. they drowned because they knew life they knew it's like the fucking coldest goddamn line you could come up with like What I get to hear fuck? everyone. I get to hear everyone in the theater like sighing, like "fuck." Yeah, like, oh my it's pretty god. Pretty good. He's yeah. He's one of the best. Like I think he's one of the best, not only superhero villains, but just like 
villains in general mm. over the past like years like I, I put him up there for me he's up there with like kylo ren like i really oh wow yeah. oh uh, you mean anything yeah yeah oh, like wow. anything yeah like I, I put him up there he's fucking yeah, good yeah, he's really good um nakia by the way is her is, nakia. Is, yeah is, 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 is i remember that because name. i was always wanting to say nakita yeah it's not nakita nakia. it's nakia. It's nakita missile like on fucking metal gear solid yeah exactly <laughs> get that nakita yeah the luke Besson uh, film yeah <laughs> or i was just talking about the usa tv show oh that like always came on after monday night raw <laughs> oh no yeah that too um <laughs> it's the closest thing i had to porn what, <laughs> what did you think about ludovin's score for the film um he he's ooh. done he's on every ryan coogler film has he yeah okay, he also on. he's also Ch- childish gambino's producer he's done all three childish gambino uh albums oh, okay. gotcha. so him and don glover always collaborate and stuff gotcha. I, never, I liked it i like never the, never the big childish gambino if i'm oh, sorry really yeah. I, I just like the hip-hop influence to the the score like how yeah. he used like 808s and stuff like for like the michael b jordan theme oh okay and stuff yeah. you know use like the drum machines and everything on it and stuff yeah. and it was like it was interesting like the score mm-hmm. didn't sound to me too much mm-hmm. And at some points, I actually thought they were kind of overdoing it with like, like I just, I like I, I, I feel like, you know, as again, as a just white dude watching the movie, I can't decide, I can't figure out myself what might be patronizing to other black people. So I'm sitting here watching the movie, and I'm like, are, are like, is like, do they, or is everyone enjoying this, or like, do they feel like you know, you, you know, Ed, like I've talked yeah. to Ed about it, uh-huh. Ed's like ed for a while didn't want to see them he didn't even want to see get out and he's like he's like i want to see a movie but i don't want to see a movie just because it's fucking black and bullshit like that you know ed, ed's black and so he's like so hearing that come from ed i'm like yeah I, I get your point like he he feels like some of it can be patronizing sometimes yeah right and so when i was watching the movie and like that kind of theme kept on coming up mm-hmm. in the soundtrack i was like it's okay like i like it but i wonder if any of the black people in here feel patronized by the fact that they're just Making up some beats and blah, yeah. blah. I'm like, well, it's a, it's a white guy uh, that makes them. You, like, is it Ludovic? He's, he's from okay. he's from Sweden. Like, yeah, he's Swedish. No, guy. but still, yeah. like, just it's yeah. not it's not about who's creating it. It's yeah. about the it's like the particular audience that you're trying to make it for, uh-huh. and like how it fit. Like, I, I don't know. Like, so for me, it was fine. I was just like, all right, whatever. But yeah. I'm like not also not really into hip hop, and I'm not into that kind of like culture or whatever. And I'm not an African American. Well, it's a self respecting brother that myself. did go see this movie with a do rag on. No, yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> I look at it just like with Marvel. You like walk in, speak and jive and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just like a priest from Superfly. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, got your uh, fu- you got your Fubu shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, 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 I kind of to um, with what they did with Luke Cage. Okay. Um, on the Luke Cage show, it was like I. See, it was like Marvel did this is like first movie, but like Marvel already kind of did this with Luke yeah, Cage about being like yeah. a primarily black like pride yeah. type show mm-hmm. in the marvel universe but even like they had um they had musical guests just about every episode oh, okay. but every musical guest that they had was like a black artist okay yeah you know so they had like Raphael sadiq or uh jadena or uh faith evans or sharon uh yeah. sharon jones or whoever a method man was on there and stuff like that so like a lot of the music and even uh adrian young and alishi muhammad did the score like and it was like more like a hip hop like seventies type funk score and stuff. So I think yeah. it was just like celebrating. Um, and I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, celebrating all. like black, <laughs> yeah. like, like black sound and black music as well. Yeah, which I felt with this movie also like that beats and stuff like that is like what like black audience not only will react to now. Yeah, but 
is also kind of like the sound of now and for the black youth now. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, under, I understand all that completely. Yeah. It's just like, I thought I turned my fucking phone on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just like, I uh, I was getting, I, I'm just worried, you know, as not being part of that culture, mm-hmm. I am not really even worried, but like kind of interested mm-hmm. to hear the other side from the culture to be how, the, how they're receiving it. To be right. like, like, you know, even when the trailer, like the first trailer for Black Panther came out, there was like a fucking, uh, what is it? R- uh, run the Jewels. It was like yeah. a Run the Jewels song on there and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, like, okay, so they're just going balls out with it, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And that's fine. But yeah. Like, I'm just really interested to hear what, like, other, you know, black people have yeah. to say well, about it. Like, Axel Lonzo. Phil pat- pat- patronized too. Yeah. My well, Run the Jewels relationship, actually, a side note with uh, Marvel, is actually kind of strange axel alonzo who's um editor-in-chief now maybe of marvel comics okay um for a while they've been doing hip-hop variant covers yeah. where they take like a famous hip-hop album and they'll put like a marvel character in a cell as like the issue like variant cover interesting okay. so it look like the album cover or whatever yeah but uh they've done a few run the jewels when he does like a lot of run the jewels oh, really? because he's a big <laughs> run the jewels fan so nice. like and both of them like our comic book fans i'm sure and stuff yeah. it's just like how in luke cage like method man wanting to help with like so much of it wu-tang being huge uh, comic book fans also yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so run the jewels wanting to you know give their song and him able to use run the jewels song it's probably yeah. like yeah awesome like, <laughs> yeah. we've had like nine run the jewels variant covers for the marvel comic books and now we could use a song in one of our trailers <laughs> And I thought that the, the, and they only really used the instrumental on that first trailer, which I really like, which I think we talked yeah. about on uh, episode before. I think we did. So, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't know too much about Run the Jewels, but yeah. you and like Robert are like pretty, pretty mm-hmm. into them. So yeah. both of you noticed it in the trailer. Yeah, that's the yeah, only reason sure. I do it. Because I was like, oh, it's Run the Jewels? Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're racist and we don't like <laughs> black movies. Cool. All right. Moving on. No. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah, that's, that's the summation. That's it. No, uh, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see more of the Black Panther. Like, I didn't really care about Black Panther in Civil War. Like, he was there. And I, I was like, like oh, this is a new character. It's cool, whatever. Like, awesome. Uh, I really like in Civil War. It's really noticeable in Civil War how uh, each character has their own musical cue and theme. Where it's like, you can, if you go back and watch Civil War, every time Black Panther pops up, it's like, there's like African, African drums. Just, like, yeah, it's yeah. like drums. Uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and then, yeah. Like you know, fucking Iron Man. See, I wasn't super impressed with his Chadwick Boseman's performance in Civil War. I liked Black Panther, but I wasn't blown yeah. away by him um, in Civil War. But this one, I really, really liked him well, like I mean, a lot as a character. Shine, yeah. Now, yeah. I guess where his shine, I think he really came to care. Like the only thing that really kind of throws me off is that, like, and I, I don't know, I'm not from Africa or anything yeah. like that. Of course, You're I mean, not? clearly. I don't know. <laughs> I had to tell people that all the time. No, Um, I'm not from Africa. But like some of the accents in the movie sound a little strange. Like you, it like sounded like an American doing an African accent. You know what I'm saying? I know isn't the one dude, Daniel Kaluuya. He's British, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's British. Okay. okay. Yeah. But a a lot of the other cast is white or white Uh, American. Sorry. (laughs) They're all white. Yeah. They're all white. Actually. (laughs) Well, Martin Freeman, Claude, then there's a bunch of black people in the movie also, but we don't know. Um, they're, they're all American. Sorry. Um, you know that Louis C.K. joke where it talks about like minorities. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what made me think about in that movie where it's like, it's like, yeah, we're white, and we call all the other, like, races, like, minorities. It's like, 
how fucking like elitist is that? Where it's like you're white, so you think they're ma- you're the majority. You go to Africa and you're like, well, look at all these minorities. I'm the only majority. Hey, you guys are Indians, right? It's like, nope. This is India. Nope. Well, it is now. Oh, you're Indians for thousands of years. Afterwards. You're all Indians. <laughs> uh, sorry, what were you gonna say? That? Uh, no, that, that that was all. It's like yeah. just some of the accents kind of felt a little like, and that was like the thing with him in Civil War. I was like, this is accent. I'm just like, mm, maybe it's because I saw him in other films. Are you saying the accents felt like they didn't feel genuine or something then? Uh, a couple of them. Okay. A okay. couple or of them. But in Civil War, I didn't really like his accent at all okay. until this right. film. Like this, maybe it's just because I saw him in, you know, Get On Up and in 42 and, oh, okay. you yeah, know, yeah. things like that. Oh, I hear him just, I'm just like, mm. yeah. You know, he's played um, a lot of black heroes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, James Brown isn't one of them, by the way. James Brown is was not a good person, but he has played Thurgood Marshall last yeah, yeah. year, and he has played uh, Jackie Robinson. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty. I always uh, forget about the movie. Forty two. Yeah, really and and I was talking to Chris, and I would love to see Ryan Coogler do a John Coltrane film. Yeah. Yes, okay. with either Chadwick Boseman. I think he would. Chadwick Boseman would be a great uh, John Coltrane. He thinks that Michael B. Jordan would be a great John Coltrane. But I think. Okay. I think Michael B. Jordan is a little bit too thick to be him. I think that oh. I think that Chad Boseman looks a little bit more like him. And that's a movie that's I mean, John Coltrane wasn't a great person either. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I think that that's a really interesting story to tell. We never had a John Coltrane film before. Yeah, I think that's a really yeah. strong like black movie that could be. Well, I think <laughs> not to derail too much here, but I uh, uh, real quick with the sub with the uh, accents. Mm-hmm. I also had a hard time with the accents, but not because they didn't sound genuine. It's just whenever i have to hear people talking accents especially a whole crew in the movie a whole cast i can't understand a lot of stuff that's mm-hmm. why i came out of the movie like not knowing anyone's names and uh i really wish like i could have had subtitles yeah for right this sure because i was having a hard time understanding stuff but but real quick another thing um this doesn't really have to do particularly with this movie but it's interesting that we look at a lot of stuff now and we look at like how we want things to be portrayed and we're like yeah this person isn't a hero but it's like still it's a story that we could tell and stuff. I just remember like, like true stories, like my personal opinion of them, is just like, just because you make a true story thing about someone and they might be seen in a better light in that movie or TV show than they were, what, what they actually were in real life. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't mean we're trying to erase like what they did or anything. Like Ray Charles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you beat all your wives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it's like, I don't know, it's this weird thing where, like, I got into, it wasn't really an argument, but a discussion with someone one time where uh, I was talking about, I saw uh, Straight Outta Compton for, like, my film studies class. Mm -hmm. And I watched it, and I was like, man, it's, like, pretty good. And Mm -hmm. then one of my friends, I, like, posted it, and I was, like, talking about it. And then my friend was like, she was like, yeah, I haven't really gotten around to watching that movie. And I was like, oh, you should. It's, like, really good. Like, I don't really know uh, that much stuff about NWA, but it was cool. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting seeing that. And she's like, yeah, I just can't get past the, like... Like, they've got Jay-Z that's supposed to be in it, and he, like, you know, he was really big, like, it was either him or someone else, but they were, like, they beat a bunch of their girlfriends and everything. Oh, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, sorry, not Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Jay-Z came, sorry, came, came <laughs> yeah, No, Do- Dr. Dre did. That, that all came out, Dr. Yeah. Dre's in it, then. Okay, like I said. A bunch of his, bunch of his girlfriends came out, like, or exes came out. Absolutely. They were like, oh, why didn't they yeah. show that part of the movie where yeah. they, he beat the fuck out of exactly. us? Exactly. Because the movie he's seen as, like, 
kind of like the innocent kind of guy and Laura kind of like the, yeah. the nice guy yeah. of the group. But they still, like, they're still honest about the, we're not, I'm not going to lie here, misogynistic stuff that runs through early 90s hip hop. Because there is some misogyny There's, in the film. Ar- yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's in the movie. It's portrayed and everything. And so my friend mentioned that. She was like, I haven't watched it because they, it seems like they're kind of like not portraying the same thing for this. And so it's not accurate and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I was like, yeah, but it's like, neither was like walk the line with like Johnny cash. And that came out over 10 years ago and no one's saying anything about that. It's yeah. Like, right. The, sure. It's, it's like, so it's just this thing where I'm just like, I get it. It's mm-hmm. definitely something that people need to be made aware. It's the same thing with like the greatest showman with the guy is like, ah, PT Barnum, like he fucking abused animals. It's like, yeah, we get all that. Everybody That's knows fine. that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we, we get it. We understand it. If you really want to know about these people, then absolutely don't watch a Hollywood fairy tale. Yeah, sure. Go read a biography That's why it says or go do this. Based. Exactly. Like these are stories yeah. that we take about like characters based on something. And we're like, all right, well, we're going to do this story of it. And so they just tell a story. And sometimes the stories are a little bit more accurate. Sometimes they're not. And it's up to us as the consumers of the story to really delve into it ourselves. If we, care about it that much to really figure it out for ourselves instead of just watching something and being like oh he was a good guy cool like no, no. finally fucking for, for, for narrative reasons you have to write a certain way because not all exactly. directors can even with a script that has them with like the bad things they do can portray them don't have the skill set to portray them in a positive light yeah not everybody's like a martin scorsese martin scorsese can get away with like making a raging bull oh yeah. like jake lamada even in that movie isn't a good guy and you know it, but there's yeah. still parts where like by the end you're like, oh, God, this guy just keeps on fucking <laughs> up and I feel bad for him. But like throughout yeah. the movie, you're not like, Oh, he's a really nice guy. It's like, he's beating his wife. He's fucking out of his goddamn <laughs> mind. He's not a good person. Yeah. Like, but by the end of it, there's still some things that you're just like, Oh, okay. Like <laughs> I feel like it's like, he just, he, he just can't help it, you yeah. know, yeah. but not all directors can get that point across yeah. you some know? of them can't do that some of them can just tell a story mm-hmm. and that's what happens sometimes even in even in walk the line like johnny cash is cheating on his like wife and you know hooking up with june carter mm-hmm. and like le- like he's like almost beating his wife in front of his kids mm-hmm. and like all this, like it's a lot of fucked up shit happening mm-hmm. so it's not just like I don't know. So it's not a new thing yeah, really. Right. And mm-hmm. my friend was like kind of portraying it. Like it was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I was like, no, it's, this has been happening forever. Yeah. Or right. just now complaining about yeah. it. Like what's up. So like, it's, I, I get it. Like maybe we're in a, you know, we're definitely in an era where people are speaking up about more stuff and it's good. Cause a lot of shit's fucked up, but uh, yeah, it's just not a black and white thing yeah. for each individual thing. But regardless, it's our, as consumers, it's our responsibility. Yeah. If you don't go out and do your own fucking homework, then, like, what the f- like? How do you, how are how are you able to complain about this? If, if you're not looking into, if yeah. you don't care enough to look into it yeah. yourself, yeah. why are you complaining about it? In the first place? Speaking of black and white, oh. so Black Panther. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just had to do a segue. I had nothing to say. Yeah, <laughs> Um, you just wanted to fit it in. Yeah, I just how many, to yeah, how many more jokes can we make about race before we get to an hour? We're at fifty minutes now. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Black Panther is uh, it's it's good. Um, it's yeah. it's a really solid film. It's really good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other negatives I had about it. Um, I like that T'Challa is uh, fails a lot. Yeah. 
I like that he has a lot of failures. He's not like Mr. Invincible. He's like, his gosh, he's fucking bulletproof and blah, blah, blah. It's like, he gets his fucking shit kicked in. Like, halfway through the fucking film, yeah. he's out of commission for like oh, yeah. 20 minutes. I was like, so weirded out when they did that. Yeah. I was like, well, obviously he's not dead. Yeah, I'm right. just like, where are they going with this? Like, what's yeah, going sure. on? And mm-hmm. it was it was wild. I really, uh, the Lion King reference that we were talking about earlier, uh, mm-hmm. that's a really interesting visual to see. Mm-hmm. Uh just like the purple sky and everything and what was going on, them going back and talking to their ancestors, you know, T'Challa being able to talk to his father after he's passed away and kind of just the way they use, like we think of how vibranium's already been established in the universe. And we're like thinking about it mainly in terms of Captain America's shoot. I mean, just like weaponry. Shield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's got a lot of interesting, like they were doing a lot of stuff with it. It was really yeah. cool. It was yeah, really they're creative. tripping on this shit. Yeah, they're taking, they're fucking hallucinating on it. <laughs> it was, it was cool though. I enjoyed. Even even they, Killmonger like, has his. Yeah. Also, he, he talks to his thing. dad. Yeah. Played by uh, Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. 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 I was wondering what that guy's name. Was. I've seen him in other stuff. He yeah. was in like the Wire, wasn't he? Uh, he was in more recently. He was in uh the People versus OJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is like his, I think it was like the big breakout thing he did. Like people are like, Oh, and now he's just like all kinds of movies oh, okay. and stuff. Gotcha. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I like those. I like those things. And that, I think it was like during that second one where Killmonger has his vision. That's like, we're all like second, like that went for me liking it to really loving the film where I'm like, okay, there's more to this than just people yeah. like, oh, I'm Black Panther <laughs> and I'm fighting the bad guy yeah. and everything. Herpity derpity. Yeah. It's like, Oh wait, this guy has an arc also. Mm-hmm. And he has idea, and that that's whole what, scene where he talks to his dad, yeah, is like, oh, that's okay. what makes the best villains. Yeah, know, when you have a that villain, Killmonger, is an exact replica of Black Panther, but under different circumstances. And that's what makes a great villain. That's exactly you have to have a mirror image <laughs> yeah. that has a drive and has yeah. reasons you for have what to he's have doing. The antagonist yeah. represent like the almost kind of extremes of what the protagonist is. Like, yeah. They kind of have to stand for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of. That's what makes. A whole good versus evil fight really and yeah. not even really good versus evil because a lot of the things he's saying is just like a lot of it's kind of true and yeah. a lot of it's like you know it coincides with what black panther is trying to argue for too but just in a different way yeah yeah so i mean just in execution at, yeah. just like hey we're gonna overthrow everybody <laughs> with weaponry it's like that's probably not the best thing to yeah. do but we get what you're trying to do yeah like, you're, you're, we understand we're it we're not it, saying you're wrong it is a problem everything is yeah. a problem but we're going to try to take more of a diplomatic yeah. approach to it yeah exactly it's dip- diplomacy versus like extreme yeah. radicalism yeah. or something marvel's yeah. getting better at though marvel yeah. Yeah, with this character course with um ego and guardians oh, 2 yeah. Yeah. and with vulture and homecoming yep they all have three villains that especially this one and vulture but ego yeah. is also really good that all have reasons for what they do and are uh-huh. actually developed villains they yeah. aren't just villains they actually have, i mean i would argue the vulture isn't even a bad guy yeah he's not like yeah. vulture like just like killmonger they're really similar. Their ideology is yeah. sound, and just in execution and, how they get and, to that. Yeah, man. and their quote unquote evilness not necessarily comes from their motivations, but what they're willing to do yeah. to get their stuff done. Right, which right. is vastly different from what you're willing to do to get something done is vastly different from what you're doing, like yeah. what your goal is or something. Mm-hmm. Your uh, your desperation almost mm-hmm. is not an indication really of your goal. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, it's it's. I think that's what makes uh, really good villains, and it's nice because like we've been getting some better villains from Marvel. Uh, out of all the Marvel movies, like what's your like favorite top top three or whatever like villains? Top like, three villains? Or yeah, yeah, Marvel what's, yeah. Pro- probably those three. Probably Killmonger, Vulture, and uh, and uh, 
Ego. I'm just glad Loki's not in there. <laughs> I, I like Loki, Loki's but fun. I, I don't like, love Loki. So, yeah, like, but, for, but for a while there, he was the best because we didn't really have any yeah, like other he, yeah, villains. He, yeah. Like until Winter Soldier, we really didn't have any other yeah. villain that yeah. was like, like who the fuck else do we have until just, that I was point? So tired of Loki. I was well, yeah. So, I was so well, this they had to keep on using because it's all they had. Like yeah. it wasn't gonna be fucking Ironmonger. <laughs> it wasn't gonna be fucking. Uh, uh, like I love abomination. Sam. Yeah, it wasn't gonna be a definitely was gonna be an abomination. <laughs> it wasn't gonna be even though I think they're the best part of Iron Man too. It wasn't gonna be Sam Rockwell or Mickey Rourke. <laughs> yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, it wasn't gonna be Sam. Was. Right, it wasn't gonna be Sam Rockwell's dance moves. Like <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I really liked one that hasn't come up yet. I really liked uh, Zemo from Civil War. Hey, Zemo was I, good. I really yeah, but He's, that was after you I know, feel like Winter Soldier. No, 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 yeah. no it was yeah. The one, one of the unsung ones mm-hmm. is because Civil War is absolutely. And a lot of people don't like them. A lot of people don't, but it's like. It, feel, it feels like he kind of just, like, doesn't really get too much attention because, like, in Civil War, it's the heroes versus each other. But he's just... He's, he's just the, the foil for, master. like, starting yeah. everything. Yeah. He's, like, starting everything up and getting it going. And I and love Daniel Burrell's great. <laughs> yeah, I love his line at where he's just, like, where he, uh, he says at one point, he's, like, I can't remember the exact line, but he's, he's basically, like, uh, you can't destroy this kind of, what the Avengers are. You can't destroy them by taking them down yourself. You have mm-hmm. to destroy it from within. Yeah. You have to set it up and mm-hmm. let, let it explode itself. Like that kind of thing. I love that motivation where it's just like, that's super fucking fucked up. Where yeah, for sure. He's like, nope, I'm not even going to do it myself. It's like, no, you guys are just going to destroy each other. So here, yeah. here we go. Yeah. You're doing my work for me. Yeah. I really like that. But Killmonger is like absolutely one of the best well, ones I've seen in a while. And that's going to be interesting with Avengers three and four with Thanos. Yeah. Is that, will they give him layers? Yeah. Because right now we just see him. Oh, he's just evil. He's yeah. so fucking evil. But if he's just that, then what's interesting about him other yeah, exactly. than like, he's just a big threat. Will they give him a reason? He's like a big toe. Well, yeah, he looks like a big fucking purple toe. And like, like in the comics, he has a reason. Like he's does it for his love of death. Yeah, exactly. Of the literal incarnation kind of, of vague, death. Though, but it's real. I mean, I yeah. haven't read any of it. I, yeah. I know that. Uh, of it, but like, that's still pretty fucking. Vague. Yeah. Yeah. Still like, but coming this close after Killmonger. Yeah. That's such a, enticing villain and uh-huh. after vulture such an enticing villain or ego they're so interesting and have reasons for what they're yeah. doing and have thoughts and everything like it's really personal stories is there anything for them. is there gonna be any depth to thanos other than i need to destroy because i'm a warlord i'm man. big purple alien man <laughs> burr, burr, burr. I don't yeah. know. it looks like it's gonna be fun but i don't know i just don't like how thanos looks but we'll see we'll see mm-hmm. he's got that one line in the trailer that i really like he's like uh oh, what is He's like, like a stone cold stunner somebody. <laughs> yeah. He's like punches. Just hear breaking breaking glass and he comes out. Fucking <laughs> 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 smashes some beers. <laughs> he has the gauntlet on in one hand. Flicking <laughs> 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 everyone off. Flicking like, <laughs> 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 off the Avengers. No. Uh, Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> fucking stone cold stunners <laughs> Iron Man. Since I just whooped your planet. No. It looks fun. We'll see. And Black Panther. That's. Yeah, that kicked ass. So. Like Panther did. Um, and that that's also one of the news stories that did come up is that people thought like, well, it's three event, or Infinity Wars that all it's going to be. Because there's a lot of rumor that Infinity Wars is going to be all Thanos and yeah. that four was going to be maybe the Scroll Invasion or something completely different. But it was confirmed oh, okay. that three and four are going to be one big movie. So four is going to be a continuation of the Thanos story. Oh, okay. It's gonna so it's not just all gonna be three. Three so they, and four is about the Infinity Gauntlet and everything, okay. Infinity War. But they are still doing a part three or part, or part, part one. The, the part Avengers, or Avengers. Or? I honestly, part one, part two, but Avengers four will be a continuation, a continuation of okay. the, this Thanos story. So not just like throwing everything. It's like let's figure it out fucking two and a half hours. Yeah. 
you know so okay interesting yeah we'll see it comes out next month now instead of yeah, May, so May. So. yeah i got moved up a week yeah um so what are you giving the award to in black is that it for black panther yeah, yeah i give <clears throat> i give my award to i thought about before what exactly is going to be for um but how do i want to award it it's going to be about uh my award is going to the empowerment that the movie gives yeah. like 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 the the strong black and women characters that it portrays that's what i'm giving the award to is like everything it does to progress the superhero genre yeah not revolutionize it (laughs) progress it it's just someone (laughs) wearing a t-shirt that says progress and you're giving the awards like here you go (laughs) oh let me say i fucking hate when people are like well blade was the first fucking black shirt oh he was black but it wasn't about the movie wasn't about like, look at this. He's a black character in yeah, Pirates. Yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, I know black people carry around fucking samurai swords and get fucking <laughs> like weird uh, high fade cuts and kill vampires. Like, yeah, no, yeah. this is a movie that celebrates well, black culture yeah. in a myriad of ways. Yeah, it's yeah. The, I've seen the stuff where it's like, oh, Blade or old Spawn. It's yeah. like these are all fucking like yeah, anti heroes. Uh, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, the movie with one like... black character in the whole <laughs> film. Yeah. Okay. They did so much to progress black film. Didn't <laughs> yeah. yeah so we good. struggle with vampires every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, hard out here <laughs> it's hard for a vampire yeah um yeah that's that's good i'll uh i'm just gonna go give it to shuri i just really like shuri. <laughs> really yeah oh. just give it to the shuri i just this is the main thing i really want shuri i don't think i've mentioned it yet uh maybe when we were recording the first time but i just really want her to replace iron man i don't like i fucking want that to happen. i don't i want iron man to die in infinity wars mm-hmm. or get really fucked up mm-hmm. and shuri to step in i, I love you say that but I think it's a natural progression. I, I think don't. It's very. How does it not feel natural for her? Because I think that she should have her. She should have her own legacy. She, I I, I would can, like to come yeah. on that, but I don't want her to be like I'm taking Tony Stark's spot because it yeah. won't feel like it's her and it's her progressing in her own. It's like I'm going into a mantle of somebody else that I, was pre-established. I still feel like it can, just because I don't think she'll be if they follow roughly of what happens in the comics it won't be her being iron man she'll be iron heart and it'll be a completely different legacy it'll still be like the only thing that's going to be the same is the suit yeah but the suit will be like she's flying around the suit or something but so it's iron it's iron it's it's iron but it's It's not it's not the same thing as like if you have a a new batman yeah like it's not that because like everyone knows who iron man is and iron heart and so that you can you can dissect the character in the in the story a lot more mm-hmm. in knowing that you don't have to hide anything. Whereas mm-hmm. if it was like Batman or something, it's like, oh, we gotta get a new Batman, but is it still the same? Well, I don't know. Like he's he's all about secrecy and stuff. So yeah. I think it's a lot different. Well, I, I, I don't because like most audiences don't go, Oh, she's Iron Heart. People say, Oh, black girl is Iron Man now. That's what they still say in like the comics while she was in that position. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, she's Iron Heart. People were still like all the way through, just like Jane Foster taking over Thor. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, she's different. It's like, oh, no, that's Thor. And th- woman took over Thor. Woman took over Iron Man. Yeah. It was never placed itself as something different, like to a general I think, audience I think idea. It, I think it could. I don't think that should hold it back. Like, yeah. I don't think just because we might, you know, underestimate what the general audience thinking capability is capable of. Mm-hmm. Like just in, just because we don't think much of it, just because we don't give it very much uh like respect and what we think it can do or mm-hmm. think it's capable of understanding. I don't think that should be a bar to stop them from doing something like this. Cause I think it'd be really good. Like they could get Sherry out there and like make her become her own character mm-hmm. and like her doing her own thing. Cause she's at the end of black Panther. Like she's taking over, like uh, they're like, Hey, 
we're setting up this place here and where are they at in like compton or oakland or oakland oakland mm-hmm. that's it but they're in oakland and they're like yeah we're gonna set it up and you're gonna run it have yeah. fun bam mm-hmm. we're out and like okay like yeah it's awesome like she should definitely get some more responsibility like she's awesome she's a genius like she should she's done so much for wakanda mm-hmm. like imagine what else that she can do for the world especially in sections of the world where people need this mm-hmm. and i think she's vastly different from tony stark in the sense that she would be the areas that she would be helping out in mm-hmm. she would be directly involved in those underdeveloped yeah. like lower income like all these kind of areas where tony stark's like yeah i'm just not gonna make billions selling weapons anymore but i'm still gonna live in my mansion on the beach yeah like, right. I, I think it'll be a completely different character and that's why she shouldn't be though that's why she shouldn't be anything involved like taking on the iron man mantle or being iron heart because she doesn't need to have the iron i'll, I'll tell you what i have a pro- i'll tell you what i have a problem with yeah. i'll agree with you on this yeah. if they take shuri and they put her into the thing where it's like you're taking over for tony stark completely mm-hmm. and so like she works in stark industries she does all this she does all that that's what i would have a problem with mm-hmm. because then she wouldn't be shuri anymore she'd just be the next tony stark mm-hmm. the iron man thing is literally just an iron suit mm-hmm. like that doesn't do doing it like it doesn't bother me like that's fine you can throw her into an iron suit and have her like oh her superpowers are basically the same so whatever but her story would be so much more different because it wouldn't be about iron man or iron heart it would be about shuri just like how some of iron man, tony stark stuff isn't about iron man but about tony stark mm-hmm. so i think they could still do plenty of different stuff with it it's just in the way they do it and i will agree with you like i said just a second ago if they if they try to make her a replica of Tony Stark, mm-hmm. that's what I don't want to see. If they just let her take over Iron Man, I'd love that. And that's what I want. If they have her try to be the next Tony Stark, I'm going to be really annoyed. See, but that's the thing that you take on that mantle, you take on everything it represents as well. Just like Captain America. Yeah. Like when he turns on Nomad because he doesn't believe this, but Captain America is still a symbol to some and still holds, still holds an idea. That's yeah. why people like Falcon or uh bucky taken over in the comics because yeah. it stands for something and it has history to it iron man has history to his identity also yeah and there's a lot of things in this marvel universe that is negative to that identity so shuri taking on iron anything would connect to her as a person that people but would I, see connected to but I feel the like, iron man identity I that's feel, why she needs I to just like be a, her own thing i feel like a lot of the identity you're talking about though isn't iron man it's tony stark but Tony Stark negative, is Iron Man. He is. I mean, yeah. he even says in the end of the yeah. movie, I am Iron yeah. Man. So, like, I understand what you're saying. But the thing is, is that you can take that Iron Man mantle and do something completely different with it. Especially in a sense that Iron Man isn't one of the few things like Captain America, mm-hmm. which is, it isn't owned by the government. Mm-hmm. Like, Captain America is like a government thing. Mm-hmm. And it becomes much more. But, like, essentially that's what it is. And Tony Iron Man is this completely separate entity that does its own thing whatever the fuck it wants whenever it wants and sure you could absolutely take that and run with it and just ignore the tony stark part mm-hmm. i think there's a lot more flexibility within the tony stark iron man mythos than there would be in something else because he's his own person yeah and if you pass that mantle to another character like shuri they would still be able to be their own person but at the same time represent like the superhero side yeah. of what's being represented. Uh, I think I think they could do it good. I think I, I just I think she needs to be her own just come up with a new I character can, name become that. her Let's... own thing like 
completely so there's not even any like mix up it's a valid argument yeah i'm not saying you're like i wouldn't like to see yeah. what you're talking about. i'd be fine with fine. her being in a bigger role i just don't want her to be like when people are like have her take over for iron man it's like no have her be her own thing let her be shuri no, don't I'd, let her be I'd love to see iron man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fine either way like i'm going to like what they do with her character uh-huh. as long as they don't like i said take her and put her in iron man but then also just make her tony stark like, yeah right i don't want to see her running stark industries i don't want to see her like no she's no, kind of helping out wouldn't do that. yeah i don't think he would so hopefully but i mean regardless my award goes to shuri i mm-hmm. really i really enjoy okay. her she was super fun yeah um and that's it for black panther uh, it's still in theaters and it's going to be until next year yeah so. probably it's gonna be probably, probably all the way up <laughs> until avengers at least the last jedi Spider-Man. i think is still playing in theaters right now yeah, so. it is. Yeah, it is. yeah black panther is going to be around for a while yes um so like we said earlier in the episode we're doing a double whammy this time mm-hmm. um cool annihilation annihilation you at any point while he was away no it was his decision to go in why did my husband volunteer for a suicide mission you have to tell me where he was what he was doing give us a download on it How, how'd you like it uh i i liked it more i think about it yeah yeah i think if i would have done a review immediately after seeing the film it would have been very different which i hear from a lot of different reviewers that's what i've been hearing too um what the flick on there um matt hatchety who used to be the editor-in-chief ceo of ron tomatoes before he went to youtube to head their their side project whatever oh, okay um on uh youtube red i almost said red tube um <laughs> very different thing <laughs> that was a that was a terrible marketing decision by the way um but on what the flick he's like if you would have if i would have done the review right afterwards it would have a lot lower score yeah but now they think about it, he gave it like a nine like after okay. after he thought about it and stuff like that which i'm not giving it that high of a score yeah. but I, I really did like it um i think it's in like the mid 80s for me yeah yeah I, I'll, give, I'll give it i'll give it eight it's not gonna be a even like my top 10, I don't think, or anything yeah, like that. But uh, I, I definitely give it for just the creativity and really, as we'll get into it, with the ideas it does and like making you think and it successfully, unlike Mother, yeah. really <laughs> being like a film that 
has a lot of ways to be interpreted. Yeah, yeah. And that there isn't no definite answer seeing it where you're like, oh, that's what it means. Unlike Mother, it's like, that's what it means. Like, oh, if you're looking at it any deeper. <laughs> yeah. You get halfway through Mother and you're like, yeah, we get it. Darren Aronofsky even confirmed what it was actually about. And it's exactly what you think it's about. Yeah, yeah. Um, this movie is really like, there's 20 different ways you can there's, take yeah, this film. There's a lot, there's a lot of ways. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack. And I think that letting it settle for a week or a couple of days or whatever, uh-huh. and just kind of thinking about it, is is uh is a good move um definitely thinking about the film i was like i can't really think of any big negatives that really take away from the movie as a whole like yeah. how it's all put together it's narrative and everything maybe near the end we'll get into there's some things that i'm like all right they can kind of like pick up the pace or something like yeah, this yeah. um but uh everything else is like it's alex garland he bring out another crazy sci-fi film mm-hmm. He's the director of Ex Machina, yep. director writer. That was the original property he came up with. This is based. This one's based off a book, yep. kind of. Yeah. Apparently, it's not too too much like yeah. the book. Apparently, it's that like pretty different, especially. It's like bare end. bones, like yeah. the book. It's like I'm taking like the the infrastructure that you kind of built, and I'm putting on new walls and yeah. everything. Yeah, like yeah. you know, I got I got all the posts you put up, and I'm building my own house on top of it. Yeah, like, yeah. And I've heard the I've heard the author of the book was like pretty like he's like okay with it. He's like yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's also a apparently a trilogy. So yeah, yeah. And this movie is definitely. Uh, I mean, this doesn't give anything away. This movie, how it ends, really sums up everything for it not to need a sequel. It's yeah, its own it thing. Where it's like its okay, thing. yeah. I think a sequel will completely ruin this film. Really absolutely mm-hmm. if because i think with a sequel would explain too much i think i think there's oh, the okay. charm of this film is it being so up in the air with so, so much yeah, yeah. I, I okay i understand that yeah. yeah yeah i uh i definitely liked it too i was just really confused by it and so it's very the, confusing yeah, it's, it, it's something when you really have to think about we're just like mm. I, I think i think i told you where i was like uh because we saw it separately and so i texted you were like how do you like it and i texted you and i was like i can't decide on if it's actually deep or if it's like and I don't understand it, or if it's just trying to be deep and it doesn't really have anything to say. I think it actually is deep. And then, so me like thinking about it more, I'm just like, I still don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I still don't really know what anything means. And I've heard a lot of people say like, this is for mental illness. And you've even said like, this is for like cancer or yeah. something. And like, I, I don't know. Like even, even understanding, even hearing people explain stuff, I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't really make a connection with, and a lot of people are like compared to their rival, and I'm like, it's not. That's not bites the, your tongue. It's the rival not, is amazing. Well, it's not even that. Arrival is a better film, but yeah. I, I, it's nothing really like Arrival except that there is an alien species that you don't understand what it wants. Well, that is the yeah. only similarity. There's an alien species that. Well, it's it's the alien species that comes in. You don't know what they want. Yeah. And so the government goes out of their way and grabs someone who's a teacher sure. and brings yeah, them into in a there. place. Yeah. And tries to help them. But understand everything else narratively is completely fucking different no, from no, arrival, except for like the bear like setup. Yeah. Like it really has. I mean, it being, you know, uh, uh, a lesson of some sort, sure, you yeah. know, in some way. Um, also, a way this movie can be taken is uh, self-destruction. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Self-destruction they as a person. Point, yeah, they? yeah, yeah, and, and, and tendencies that you learn from a character in the film, decisions that she makes mm-hmm. in her personal life and to the kind of reflects what happens in the film also because yeah. the movie is told not linear, linear, not linear <laughs> storytelling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which that's one of the things I didn't like in the beginning where they open mm-hmm. up and it's like, uh oh, and it's going to be a flashback. And so like they open up as like, this is going to be a flashback. And I'm like, crap, 
And then she says all the things, and the guy, like, asks her. He's like, so where's this and this and this? And she's like, they're all dead. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. Right at the beginning, they tell you dead. who's going to die and who's going to live out of the group, which yeah. is fascinating. And you I like that? I didn't think it took away. Yeah. No. It kind of did for me. It kind of took away some of the... Because I felt like the two people that do die, I felt like going in, like, oh, yeah, they're both going to die. Yeah. Like the two... I, so, so it took away the it took away the moment for me where mm-hmm. I was just like, like, oh, like oh no, like I'm expecting them to die. But I think like it feels like they're purposely doing that to be like, hey, we're taking away the suspense of them dying, and we're replacing it with the anxiety of you knowing they're going to die, but not when exactly. and how. And yeah. All this. yeah, So like exactly. you understand it, mm-hmm. you're just like it's almost kind of like I mean, you make the cancer uh, comparison, and this is a good this is a good connection for it, where it's like if you're told you're you have cancer, you're like. I'm going to die. I don't know when. I don't know how. Like, I don't know what all the details, but I'm going to die. It's like mm-hmm. the same thing. It's yeah. like you're being told these characters are going to die. Mm-hmm. And so you're just dreading it the whole and time. And one of the characters in the movie has cancer. Which one of them? Uh, Jennifer Jason Lay. That's right. That's right. They, they say they say in the movie, like, well, why do we all go on this mission? And one part is like, oh, she has cancer. So she came in here because she doesn't yeah. care if she comes back or not. Yeah. yeah. So, like, can- there's a bunch of different cancer things in it. Yeah. Um, real, real quick, we didn't do the other stuff though. Uh, we, who's directed? By okay, directed ran by Alex Garland. Who wrote? It? Who, who, oh, wrote it. He wrote it too. Yeah. Oh, okay. He directed and wrote the movie. Okay. Who um, does the score? Because the score is fucking phenomenal. Oh, let me look it up. Um, I've been meaning to look, like get the score. Like, this is or something. this is his second film. If I can film. get it on vinyl, I'm definitely getting it. This, uh, it's it's done by two people. It's done by Ben Salisbury and Jeff Barrow. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, let me see. Ben Salisbury doesn't look like he's done a lot. A lot. He did. Uh, he uh, he scored Ex Machina. Oh, okay. Uh, Salisbury steak. Yeah, Salisbury steak. And Jeff Barrow, on the other hand, uh, he's a member of the band Beak and the hip hop supergroup Quakers, and he's also film score. Oh, oh, oh! He it's was uh, he's the uh, instrumentalist for the uh, band Portishead. Portishead oh, is awesome. Oh, okay. I don't know them very well. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. man. And he he was also one of the composers on Ex Machina. Gotcha. Um, and he also did a couple other things here or there. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I love Portishead. I didn't realize that was him. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, as far as who's, yeah, who's that? Uh, Natalie Portman, Jennifer yep. Jason Leigh, uh, Tessa Thompson, who's been doing more and more. Yeah. I mean, she was in Creed. Um, speaker Ron Coogler. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's. Creed's love interest in the she film. She's in uh, Thor Ragnarok. She's last in Thor year. Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, she's doing a lot. I like her a lot. Uh, Oscar Isaac, one of yep. my favorites, is in it. Yeah. Um, Gina Rodriguez, Tuva Novitny. Yeah. Um, and and Wong from <laughs> King Doctor Strange as yep, well. Yeah, there so he is. Yeah. Benedict Wong oh, okay. is his actual name. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, sorry. Uh, no, get all the info out yeah, get all there. that out there. Uh, Alex Garland, this is his second film he's directed. He's written the screenplay for two other science fiction films, 28 Days Later and uh, Sunshine, both which are David Boyle directed films. Yeah, um, he uh also wrote the screenplay for uh, Dread. Yep, and he said he would like to do a Swamp Thing movie. <laughs> so this has some real Swamp Thing type feelings yeah, in this movie, this and he's already awesome. done a comic book film, uh, wrote oh. one. So if he did want to do a Swamp Thing film, I would not be against be it. Fucking awesome. And DC could use that right about now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, so this movie like stands for it's supposed to like they do it open ended on purpose where it can just have so many different like meanings and interpretations. And mm-hmm. I think, I think I come away from movies like that. Like 
feeling weird sometimes. Like I can't, if I can't pin my finger on something completely, yeah. I like things that are interpretive, but I don't, I don't know. It just feels too open for me. So I, I've heard a lot of people compare this movie to like under the skin. Okay. And I didn't like that movie either when mm. I walked out mm. or, or I, I shouldn't say either because I liked this movie when I walked out. I just didn't know really why or what I was understanding from it. Under the skin was a little different. And I, didn't like that one because I didn't understand it. And then I went and looked it up and I was like, holy shit. Like, I, I like it now. Like, yeah, I right. I understand what it was trying to say. That's fucking awesome. And this one, I've looked into it. I've done homework. I've watched the usual, like, Chris Stuckerman and Jeremy Johns or whatever on YouTube. Jeremy like, Johns did not like it. And, I don't uh, like I said, Jeremy Johns wasn't a fan of it. Okay, maybe I didn't watch the Chris, Johns one, Chris Stuckman, Stuckman, I don't even like. like. I don't even like Stuckman. Yeah. I, I feel like he has, he has no personality. I don't feel he, like he doesn't, but I like him more than Jeremy Johns because Jeremy Johns is all like, "Hey, this is YouTube, and yeah, I've got the random cuts, and hey, all yeah. right, see you later." Yeah, yeah. Punches but, the camera, but I agree like, with oh. him. <laughs> he does punch yeah. the camera. <laughs> I'm like, Shut up. Uh, I agree with his opinions a lot more though. I like a bunch of yeah. his taste in movies. I'm like, oh yeah, I can agree with a lot of that stuff. And Stuckman is just kind of like, even watch like interviews with Stuckman, where I'm just like, "You're just like a fucking." Uh, just a deadline like <laughs> he's he like, is very bland but like, I, I i tend to agree with him a little bit more on some stuff um but yeah like i've i've went and watched like the reviews i was like listening to my regular podcast like the slash film cast and all this kind of stuff like it's definitely mixed i'm like Everything googling really, shit yeah. and like trying to look at it i'm like what the i read fuck a bunch of different interpretations mean? after i watched them yeah. like, so what did everybody else kind of take away from it you know i was yeah. yeah i was trying to figure it out and i still just i don't think i, I want to go see it again Probably not going to see it in theaters. I hear this movie needs two viewings. Okay, fair enough. Like, to really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, the movie is disturbing in, yeah. in a lot of ways. Not even, like, a graphic way. Even though there's some graphic stuff that happens there that is disturbing. Is. I almost had to walk out at one point. But there's was... other things, like, just character-wise that's disturbing. Yeah. Like, just... It makes you feel kind of filthy in, like, some things uh, okay. that they show and stuff like that. Where you're just like, ah. Yeah, yeah. It's like you just can't help like just being so self-destructive with your own life and everything. Yeah. And is this all because of guilt or <laughs> why are you doing, you know, why yeah. you decide to do this mission and stuff. And there's different things like that that happen in it. And the, the score I think really amplifies that. Like it's so strange that the music is used really, really interestingly because it has like this kind of folk type of guitar. Yeah. yeah. Like type of thing. Um, so I can say folk type of guitar without trying to do like a country accent. I understand like folk type of guitar. Folk type of guitar. Yeah. Guitar. Um, doing like a folk guitar type thing, which yeah. is really interesting. And folk music being even like a folk song being used yeah, yeah. near the beginning. I was stuff. really liking that too. I was yeah. That. And then like later on, like the weirder, like ambient type sound stuff that's used to amplify things that are happening. Yeah. Um, it's all really well used and really like changes the feeling of the film where you're just like really makes the tension that much thicker. Yeah. I think, um, it's all, it all feels very alien. Like it does. Like it all feels very extraterrestrial. Just just the way they do the lights. Yeah. You go into the shimmer. Yeah. They go into it and it's just like, it looks like refracted light when yeah. you go in, which you find out is a big thing that's yeah. up with the shimmer's refraction of light. Yeah, and refraction yeah. of a lot more than yeah. just light. Yes. So they, they get it, like, they just, the way they show stuff in there is really, I, I thought it was really good. I thought all the special effects were really good. Um, I do think this movie kind of suffers from uh, the fact that they give away stuff in the trailer. I was watching, they don't give away big stuff, big, big stuff. 
but they give away a couple of things and that like things that could have been more impactful for me. Mm-hmm. Like when I was watching the movie and one of the girls like goes into the boathouse and yeah. she comes back out and I was like, Oh, she's about to get grabbed. Oh, she got grabbed. There we go. Yeah. And then it shows like Natalie Portman shooting at something. I was like, yeah, shooting at the alligator. All right. And then yeah. they opened up the alligators like, Oh yeah, but he's got different teeth. Look at that. Yeah. Like, it's, right. it's these couple of things that I kind of already know. And yeah. For some reason, I guess it's all just about that scene. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <clears throat> they they were showing some things in the preview where I was just like, it's not super super important stuff, but it was like certain kind of beats mm-hmm. that I was just waiting for it to happen, like in the movie, right? And it didn't ruin the movie for me, but uh, it did like ruin a couple moments. Yeah, for, for me, sure. I was like, man, I, that would. I was a lot really more. like seeing that on the trailer. I'm like, ah, oh, this is gonna have like a shitload of like jump scares and shit like that, and it yeah. doesn't. Which I was happy. And that one jump scare wasn't even a jump scare because you hear a sound before it and then she gets yeah, pulled or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, 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 Ex Machina is so good at, like, not having to rely on any type of, like, visual scares. Like, really. Yeah. You know? It's just all mental, like, yeah. psychic, like, a uh, psychology level. Yeah. It's, like, disturbing. <laughs> like, Ex Machina is. Yeah. 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 And this movie, I'm like, oh, don't tell me he's going to be like, oh, jump scare. Like, oh, there's yeah. weird creatures and shit. It's yeah. like, ugh. But he doesn't do that. So I was like, I was <laughs> There's still happy some of it in there. There's a couple, like, yeah, but, you know, you can see them it. You can see them coming for the most part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, uh, this movie is, I think it suffers the last 15 minutes, maybe. Okay. Uh, where Anyone they finally get to... Uh, yeah, we, we can spoil it. Okay. Um, so spoilers from here on out. I would I would recommend watching it. Yeah, me too. Um, because it definitely it's not is for, not for the squeamish. But... It's not for the squeamish, especially one part which right when I saw, I knew you weren't gonna like because there <laughs> is a body horror part which <laughs> Oof, I was like, you yeah. are gonna like but and that the, whole that whole sequence where they like chop they like cut that dude open and they're yeah. like ah yeah and they, then it shows uh the other guy like his like design on the pool wall and stuff oh was like, yeah oh, oh really man. that one got you also it Remember? was fucking with me really because yeah, it was like the guy's skull was up there mm-hmm. and i was like oh oh i can't look at this yeah. it was rough and it wasn't even gory or no, anything it uh, looked beautiful it like flowers was... and everything oh, it was like it a was wildlife yeah. um but yeah this uh whenever they finally get to because they're trying to figure out what it's doing there and they're like well we gotta get to lighthouse that's where it originated when yeah. the, the, an asteroid hit or some type of asteroid-esque thing yeah. hit a lighthouse in this area and kind of expanded into the shimmer which is a big bubble and it did it after what they say in the movie the timeline was like two three years like it's yeah okay. yeah it i'm confusing kinda... some of the stuff with the books i'm reading the book right now oh, okay so uh it was just kind of growing yeah like, like it grows. slowly they're like uh-oh yeah. it's expanding i'm just trying to keep track of the timeline yeah. of the movie and the book but yeah so when they finally get to the lighthouse when natalie portman finally gets to the lighthouse i feel like that's whenever it was kind of like okay like she gets down there. She sees Jennifer Jason Lay. Yeah. Joe Jason Lay has her whole speech. It like got weird. Yeah. It's like, Oh, that's why they call it annihilation. Yeah. And, uh, she's in the title. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, where she explains where it's like, okay, I get it. Gotcha. But then whenever uh, the replicant of Natalie Portman comes up, that, yeah. that thing, that's when the movie started losing me a little bit. Really? When I say that, because it just kept on dragging on. I like, love that part. I, I did not. Like, the whenever she tried out the door and then it like, was on top, I'm like, all right, I come on, let's hurry the loved fuck it. up. It felt super uncomfortable, and like I liked that they weren't getting out of it yet. I yeah. liked that they were like, hey, you see this? This is fucking weird. We're not leaving this weird. yet. And, and then, then like, the music oh, really is good, because it's like it just, just a bunch of weird building. sounds yeah. and stuff and on top of it. really smartly used. I loved it uh very clever they just like keep you in the moment so i can, I can understand that maybe where it kind of kind of starts to feel like it's yeah because like 
it doesn't really seem it seems like they're kind of at a, at a stalemate there's mm-hmm. no progression being mm-hmm. made and the creature is very much mirroring stuff that mm-hmm. she's doing and everything mm-hmm. and i just loved that because it was like that thing looked fucking weird yeah, and sure. i was like can we get the fuck out of here yeah. and they were like nope 12 minutes here we are i actually looked it up because the the, uh, the song the track that she's on that it's just called The Alien, mm-hmm. and it's 12 and a half minutes wow. long. Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> I was like, yep, there it is. Yep. Uh, my argument is it just took one fucking phosphorus grenade. That's all you had to <laughs> fucking do. You can figure that out in three years. One woman goes in there, pulls a pin, and it's fucking done just like that. They kept getting confused when they went in there, and they kept going crazy and everything. Confused? Motherfucker killed himself with a grenade. He couldn't just pull the fucking thing and hand I'm it to really, the replicant yeah, himself. I'm really, yeah, I'm really... <laughs> confused as to why like we don't get to know oscar isaac's character oscar isaac's character very much and so i'm confused as like why there's he's kind of doing something that stuff. really strange that kind of threw me off and i don't know if i was the one that i mean i'm sure people notice it but yeah. um but go ahead go ahead and give the spoiler away for i mean i mean people who have seen the movie or i mean i guess we don't need to give it away but still like what we're talking about like oscar isaac is in there oscar isaac goes in there because the first team that got sent there is all men they're all army yeah or military. Yeah, yeah, the other army. Um, They all go in there to figure it out. They all get wiped out. Oscar like he, Isaac is the only person that comes back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but later on, you find out that he's... It's not actually him. It's yeah. it's the the Shimmer taking the form of him. Or exactly. one of the aliens taking the form so of him that came back out of the Shimmer. With a phosphorus yeah, he kills himself with a grenade. Yeah. And so she sees it. And then she sees the... Rep, the, the um, the twin of him, you know, the, uh, yeah, the copy of him come up and watch him walking from the camera. He comes home and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fucking weird. Like immediately. She's like, Oh yeah. You're spitting up blood and acting nothing like my husband. (laughs) Yeah. And I have no questions about it. Where were you? He's like, I don't know. She's like, what were you doing? It's like, I don't know. And I was like, what the fuck is you're gone for a year. It's like, Oh, what? You were just (laughs) fucking another girl for a year. It's like, really? That's the first thing you can go to. But, um, what's her name? Like, when you see the flashbacks of him when they're, like, in bed, he sounds like yeah. regular Oscar Isaac, but when you see him in the tape, he has a country accent. Really? Yeah, when he's, like, talking in, like, the tape, he has, like, a southern accent. I did. Like, uh-huh. I noticed that. I'm like, why does he sound like he has a southern accent? Like, was Weird. that something you're supposed to pick up on? Like, yeah. Because I was like, why is he talking different? Um yeah, I mean, he talks at the end right there on the last video. Yeah, but, he, sound, but, but he sounds like a nor- – he sounds like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't notice it. Uh, um, but it's also like the whole thing was like, wait, maybe she does know the whole time. That and it's it, that's like part of her self-destructive like tendencies. Oh, uh, okay. And even like at the end, whenever they kind of like reunite and she kind of accepts them, it's like, okay, because you always want to just put yourself in these situations because yeah. that's just in your nature. Um, and that that's definitely a character trait of her. Yeah. Because she was having an affair and she was doing this and that and stuff. But she was and... doing that after he she thought he was dead. No. Yeah, I thought that was when no. like she. I thought that was when she thought he was dead. No, because he says, "Does he know about us?" And she's like, "Yeah, I think he does know about us." Oh wow, I didn't catch that part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He asks her like, "So what? You think he knows?" And she's like, "Yeah, I think he knows." Uh, that's why they start acting weird like later on the thing where oh, he like shit. just gets yeah, up and leaves and everything yeah, yeah. yeah. you know he, he knew he was part. he was sold there whenever that was happening oh okay yeah, yeah. that was before he wanted them like around that time was there's like i gotta go and he, yeah. would sell, he seemed like kind of like because i, and I stuff. thought i thought when they were hooking up when she was you know with that with the uh the black other dude. teacher yeah yeah mm-hmm. um the dude from uh what, was it? what else is, i'm trying to think of what else he's been in i don't um, know what that guy's from 
When we first met, I thought he was gay. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like real feminine and stuff. It's like come. Kind of does, yeah. It's like come, come to my wife's, me and my wife's yeah. place. And right, right when he touches her, they begin like yeah. they were fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. he has like That's his hand on her obvious. like yeah, elbow yeah. and stuff. It's I'm like, super yep. <laughs> um, but no, they say uh, there was something I thought because like it happens in that scene, and like it, I thought that he was dead because of, like the way they said it or something. I don't know. I must be confusing stuff. So, yeah. anyways, um, but yeah, he's because like whenever he tells when she tells him to fucking leave, yeah, is like why it's like because I think he knows like he knows. I thought that was stuff. I thought that was about his wife. No, no, no. Because like he didn't he talks wanna, about his wife also. Yeah, and she was like, like I thought that's why she was getting uncomfortable because she's like we can't be doing this to your wife and he's she she's says like, she says that also yeah and he's yeah. like he's like don't worry about like she's blameless in this, this yeah, isn't like, like a i love marriage. my wife yeah. like, do you, like, do you love <laughs> he's like this isn't a marriage that's falling apart it's yeah. just something i gotta do on the side yeah right, exactly yeah uh yeah i just thought okay i thought that he was there i thought it was like you know because he's gone and so uh-huh. she's been grieving that whole time mm-hmm. so i thought it was during that time when he was quote unquote dead yeah um that by the way that part got me like in the beginning i thought i was going to end up loving this movie because within the first 10 minutes she comes home. She's like, you can tell she's still grieving. You can tell she's trying to get over his death. And then he shows back up and she loses it for a second. I almost cried at that point. And it's in the first 10 minutes. And I was like, oh man, this is going to be my arrival. This is going to be my new, this is going to be my arrival of 2018. This is it. This nope. is my new movie. And then it keeps going. And I'm like, oh no, never oh, mind. But no, it's a completely different monster. <laughs> yeah. But it just, I, I just feel, I just feel like I'm not able to pay this movie the respect that it's due just because I don't get trip, it or something. The whole yeah. film. Um, it's well, gorgeous. I mean, I don't think it's yeah. getting it. Cause I think that, that that's, what's great about it. why I say it's better than mother is because like mother is like very obvious what it's about. Yeah. But people try to make it more than it is actually about. Even though Darren Aronofsky came out in an interview was like, this is what it's about. It's about mother earth and religion and that's where i was at the time and what we're doing to our planet and stuff i hear things about people telling me it's about a a creator and like the process he goes through and and this and that and that's all bullshit like it was about (laughs) it was about what the movie's about but people try to make it something that it wasn't they were they read too deep into it or he just accidentally made because because you can be interpreted that way but it's by accident this film is literally like you can take it 20 different ways <laughs> yeah. like there really they, is no definite answer yeah, for they don't what really everything supply meant. that many answers. no yeah they just threw you into the world of it and they let you have the experience and they're like oh man what does this mean what do you think it means yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's probably one of the problems i just have with it is i i don't know like i don't i don't think i want everything completely spoon-fed to me but like i i kind of like like definite like answers mm-hmm. and um so yeah, this movie doesn't really provide. This movie any, had that kind of like David Lynch kind of feel, a little where bit, where, where yeah. it can be interpreted. Like it's a lot of like visuals and artistic type of things happening. Yeah, because it's like an acid trip in a way. Like you feel like you're kind of like losing your fucking mind at some points also because <laughs> yeah. you know they are. Yeah, and then you start feeling like what is happening. Yeah, you know, and it gets very like I love um the paranoia like scene like mm-hmm. where one of the girls one of the women dies mm-hmm. uh she gets killed by like a creature that like looks like a bear and it's like a but it has like a kind of skull bear. face yeah, yeah. It's, like, re- it's been really fucked up or something and it's like still alive and uh so she dies but like natalie portman's character is like the only one to see it mm-hmm. and so like she goes back and tells everyone and they're like what and so they keep moving because like we gotta fucking go and then like they uh end up in a house at night and one of the girls like loses their shit and starts getting really paranoid 
And that scene was super And she's like, honest. are you acting crazy or I'm acting crazy? It's like, we're tied to chairs. You're acting yeah. crazy. Yeah. You're we're definitely t- acting crazy. We're tied to chairs and you have the gun. Like, you're, you're pointing a gun at us while we're tied and gagged. But she's like, you're she, being crazy. She's just sitting there with him and she's like losing her shit. Yeah. She's like, we didn't get to see it. It's like, I don't know. Like maybe you killed her. And then it's just so good because like you can see Natalie Portman's heart kind of sink for uh, Lena. That's her character's mm-hmm. name. You can see it kind of sink for a second where she's like, no, the girl was dead. And then you hear the girl scream from outside. And it's like, oh, shit, what? Wait. And like, as the audience, you're just like, no, we saw it with her. She was dead. At like, first, I didn't think it was on? the girl. I thought it was somebody else in the house. It was like a child or something. I'm like, oh, oh really? no. Oh, there's okay. just going to be a fucking kid. But that it wasn't. That would have been, been wild. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, they just pull it even weirder. And so the girl thinks she's like, what? She fucking yelled her name and runs outside. Immediately gets thrown back in. And it turns out to be the fucking bear. Yeah. The bear is like, when it opens its mouth, is making the scream. Yeah. That the girl it can made. reciprocate the uh, sound. Yeah. That, that it, it mimics the voice. It was, so, like, opens the mouth. There's a roar and it's just like this woman's voice like help me (laughs) (laughs) which is so fucking creepy it's awesome i love it and then there's like a super like disturbing kill for some people right after that like because it kind of just toys with her and like chick gets her fucking jaw ripped off and it's like really graphic bam yeah lower half of her face i remember that happened like the 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 theater was like oh yeah you could hear yeah It was, it was like that in mind too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like it was, it was rough. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was almost, you know, like, uh, it was just reminding me a lot of the, this should be like, it was almost like he annihilated her jaw. Hey, <laughs> no, it reminded me a lot of just a really rough bear scene in the revenant. Where it's yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're picture up and I thought the exact same thing was a play, but no, like raper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No bear rape. Oh man. It was rough there. Um, um, yeah, it's rough. And that, that, that happens. Like, there's that scene that you mentioned earlier whenever they go and they find footage of her husband's squad. Yeah. Like, at this, uh, <laughs> where, where they were set up camp at. Yeah. And they're watching this guy's, like, sitting there and they basically, like, okay, ready? He's like, yeah. And uh, you see it briefly yeah, in the trailer. You see it with the knife. It. Like, what, what were they doing? They were, they, he said there was something inside. It's like them just talking about, like, like i think the girls were also like it feels like something's like growing inside of me or whatever yeah, so yeah, they were yeah. like well let's find out yeah and no, then but they, why, why would he like offer to do that like, because he's going they're all going insane anyways so they're <laughs> oh like they want God. answers they probably just sacrifice yeah, themselves so they slice them open across the way and then he's down like they cut the square and, and they like, pull it open ugh. and then you see where his intestines should be or like these tentacle things are fucking moving around yeah then oscar isaac puts his hand in there and like it's like wrapping around his it hand it looks super fake there it's like, like once once he started getting into yeah that, it was just like okay that looks kind of fake but it was yeah. still like really oh yeah for mainly sure. the cutting part was yeah really hard it's, it's very cronenberg-esque Oh, okay. This very David Cronenberg-esque scene of, like, cutting open and, like, yeah. body horror yeah, stuff. Yeah, which I can't handle. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, that that part is disturbing. There's some really disturbing imagery in it. There is. But, like, the film really is, like, it, it's, it's a movie where if I think it pissed people off off because like last year you had um it comes at night which people went into think it was one thing and it wasn't yeah. that don't thing. spoil too much of this for me because i still haven't watched yeah, it. it's on yeah. my amazon list I well, well this is really spoiling thing just don't go into into it thinking it's a zombie yeah, film you've told me that like, before which i wasn't so like the crowd we saw it comes at night with thought it was gonna be oh it's jump scared zombie film blah yeah, blah blah yeah. and it wasn't it's like more of an art piece more about people yeah and like survivors and how they handle situations other than oh there's a monster and blah 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 it's more what you don't see rather than what you do see and this film is similar in that way where 
people go in like, oh, this is alien action movie. And it's yeah. not. It's more of the people more than yeah. the creatures. And I think a lot of that from uh, – I've heard a lot of people saying it, and I definitely agree with it, is that this movie wasn't marketed very well. Because mm-hmm. that's very much what the trailer – Because it shows are like shooting the M16. Yeah, yeah. And the trailer's like – It's like one action scene The trailer kind of yeah. gets silly for a little bit of it, and you're like, what the fuck is it going does. on? The only – I think you know the only reason we might be expecting something different is because we see – from the writer director of Ex Machina. Yes, it's going to be something Whoa! more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We see the more cerebral part of it. We're mm-hmm. like, oh, we know what to expect then. Mm-hmm. But the kind of sequences they that they show, you know, with the explosions, with the with the plants and everything burning at the end mm-hmm. and the fire and all that stuff, like it kind of shows all that in the trailer, and you're like, what the f-? like? So a lot of people might be kind of expecting action, and it's not, but it's uh, it's still really, really good. Why is Oscar Isaac still alive at the end when she burns everything? Mm, which one? She burn. She like gives the alien the phosphorus grenade. Yeah. It destroys the root of everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like still alive. But so is she. Yeah, I don't get it. Why? Oh. Like, because that one's the. Copy. I guess it's just once. You're, yeah, once you're out of the shimmer, I guess that that's the protective zone. I guess it just kills everything within the shimmer. Maybe not everything. Not anything that comes out of it. But I mean, he he's the only thing that comes comes out though so i mean no, or or we maybe or maybe her i mean that's up yeah. for up for debate uh yeah. is it just her going through the mutation still like bring it out or is it because how much time elapsed because it's very clear that time doesn't work the same there they just forget yeah blocks yeah. of time days at a time yeah, so like yeah. how long did it really take her to get out like how long was she in there was enough time for the thing to reform and come out instead of her and imitate her like i don't know that's always like the question it yeah. can be taken any way shape or form which i like i i like that this movie really is like there isn't no there are no definite answers which can be aggravating for a lot of people uh-huh. but for me and for it being like and that's kind of the problem the, the, the problem is in the marketing of making it look like this big like blockbuster type exactly. film if it really yeah, is yeah. like uh they kind more of an art piece too, yeah too like action yeah it really is more of like a almost indie type feel with yeah. a blockbuster skin (laughs) you know (laughs) like it's got this blockbuster type face but it's this film that's really like a weird like art piece (laughs) like interpret it how you want to it's like almost like going into a gallery and you see a painting and you're gonna take it 20 different fucking ways yeah (laughs) you know um it's it's interesting that i go and i say this about this movie and what like i feel like that may might be one of the reasons why I had trouble like liking it or something as comes to the interpret interpreted interpretiveness of it. But then I'm also, I don't know if you've ever played this game called inside, mm, but I know uh, about it. I've played it though. It was like my favorite game of 2016 okay. and I fucking love the game so much so that I'm like playing it again right now just to do it. Like I've already got all the trophies and I've already beat it and everything. And like, I've done everything in the game. I'm just playing it again because I like it. Mm-hmm. You can beat it in a couple hours and I fucking love that game. And that go- that game is very interpretive where it's like, there's not a single piece of dialogue in that game mm-hmm. and things that are happening. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's really weird. There's like no explanation. There's no, like, you don't see like signs and read everything about what's going on. Like there's literally no exposition in the game. Mm-hmm. And so it's the definition of interpretive where you look at it and you try to figure out what it's about. And so I've taken away my own interpretation from the game. And I love that game. It's mm-hmm. like came out the same year that Final Fantasy 15 did. And, this still beat Final Fantasy 15 wow. for my favorite game of the year. Right on. And uh, 
so it's weird that I can look at something like that and mm-hmm. be like, that's what that, this is what that means. And I'm happy with that. And I like it because of that. Mm-hmm. But then I look at annihilation and I'm just like, I don't know what this means. And I feel like I can't connect anything to it to make it seem like it's this thing. And then like, I don't like, I don't know, like I'm not connected. And I've seen a lot of people just what everyone says of it. And like, it stands for this and it stands for that. And a lot of it just feels like, that I can't connect to it because I haven't experienced any sure. of that. Like, mm-hmm. even though, like, you know, I suffer from, like, some mild anxiety and, hell, even, like, some... I've been through my depressive, like, bouts before and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, so this movie, like, I've seen a lot of people like, oh, this is, like, mental illness and stuff. And, mm-hmm. oh, this is self, self-destructive self tendencies. And I've never, you know, tried to harm myself yeah, or anything. Sure. But, like, it's just weird. Like, so maybe I don't experience enough of that to really, really connect with what the movie's trying to say. Like, I don't know. It's... Like I said, I really want to see it again, especially if I missed the part where Oscar Isaac was still alive. Yeah, he was. So she's yeah, cheating he didn't go on. in like, Yeah, she was just cheating on I him. I didn't catch that at all. So yeah. I definitely need to see it again. Which and is so maybe like, I'll catch more. When yeah. I see it, which makes her like not a great character. You know, once you find no, yeah. that out, I mean, it makes her a great character as in uh, layers, but yeah, like more complicated. Yeah, it's not somebody you're just like, stuff. oh, so you're not like yeah. hero woman. That's a good, good person. Woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got your you're, you're a too. human being, yeah. like yeah. which makes it because there's a lot. Of, like the movie is, uh, the characters are definitely except for well, no, I guess Tessa Thompson also. Like they all kind of have layers. You learn a little things from dialogue and yeah. stuff like that, and they're all like people that really have tendencies or didn't have things that were going for them yeah. when they went in. Or I didn't understand why Tessa Thompson was like her character was just killing herself in the end. Well, because when we talk about she wanted to harm herself, and she they said she wore a long sleeve shirt, yeah, 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 I got that to hide her scars, yeah, and everything. But Um, then, like the one point where she pulls up her shirt and mm -hmm. like she's got the scars, but then like stuff's growing out of her or something too, and she's like, "I'm gonna let this happen. I'm gonna go do it." Mm -hmm. Like, so what was that saying? Like, what did that mean? She's succumbing to the shimmer, just like those people you saw, like the people you saw that were like in the form of plants and stuff like that yeah yeah you know she's just becoming one of those it's just affecting people differently but just was, like just like and i think that could go with like the cancer thing yeah where it's like cancer affects people differently oh okay like, like it yeah some people's so rate is like it. she's like i'm not gonna get out of yeah, it so I'm yeah i'm just doing ahead. it my way kind of like so. uh woody harrelson's character in like three billboards or yeah. something where he's just like fuck it i'm yeah, gonna, exactly. gonna go on my own terms or whatever yeah yeah I mean, I thought that's kind of, and so that's the thing. Like, I kind of thought that's what it was already saying, mm-hmm. and so like, didn't really do anything. For, I don't sure. know. Sure. It, yeah. it just feels like the movie's, the movie's not for me, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I still really like it, and I'll, I'm gonna have to watch it again. Um, I don't know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a recommendation. It's, yeah, like, it's a recommendation. Not, like, I'm just really confused and dumbfounded by this movie. They just want to wait the 17 days to watch on Netflix. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's coming out this month on Netflix. Uh, internationally. I don't know oh, if it's okay. going to come in America or not, but I yeah. know that's, it's not out. It's only out in America right now. It's not going to be out everywhere else until Netflix releases it in like oh, two okay. weeks, a week. That. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know they're trying something with it where it was like, all right, we're putting it in theaters for like a month and then it's just going to be on Netflix. Yeah, but I don't know if that means it's going to be in America also, but for everybody else, they won't get until Netflix, oh, okay. which is a good thing because Netflix needs to put a good movie out <laughs> because like they try with, you know, Cloverfield and yeah. a lot of people didn't like that, but they also put out Duncan Jones' new movie, 
this past week. Oh, mute. mute and yeah. mute is apparently I've really bad. Heard really bad things. Yeah, which about is it. sad because it's Duncan Jones. Yeah. So they need to buy a property that's an actual good film. So because <laughs> they already got their foot in, you know. Hey, they're developing The Witcher right now, so yeah, it's gonna be the new Game of Thrones, man. <laughs> I, I would hope so. They they released the characters off the first episode, so everybody it's Geralt, oh, Yan, really? Triss, oh, okay, Dandelion, yeah. Siri, they're Jeez, all in it. Holy crap. The person I didn't see was Zoltan. He's Zoltan. If you got Dandelion, he's Zoltan. <laughs> yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, but they got the, well, everybody. They got uh, Emir. Roach. Roach. Ro- I mean, of course, Roach. <laughs> They're just any horse he has is Roach. Um, but yeah, uh, they need to. They they have the they have the foothold right now. If they want to keep on climbing, you got to put on quality stuff because yeah, you're exactly. you're on the verge of revolutionizing something but <laughs> yeah. if you put out crap you're gonna lose that it's foothold before you work. even start yeah, ascending exactly who's so. gonna pick it up <laughs> yeah they could who's gonna start throwing it out there they're gonna sit through commercials they know amazon will yeah. amazon prime will fucking they're already doing amazon good. prime yeah. already has a super successful movie studio yeah, they're putting exactly. out successful good movies they did the big sick last year didn't they, they did yeah. yeah they put out a lot Damn. um so they're doing it they're doing good things yeah uh but annihilation anything yeah. else to say about it no no, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, award. I give it to Alex Garland for being weird and creative as usual. Yeah. And, and bringing <laughs> science fiction that makes you question things and thinking and bringing a different twist and kind of being a callback to old 70s sci-fi. Okay. You know, um, not as much as like Ex Machina. Ex Machina felt like a movie that came like right from like 70s science fiction yeah. like film. Yeah. It felt like so out of time. It was... It's such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um. And this movie is a breath of fresh air in a different kind of way. But him just kind of doing what he wants to do and making weird and creative movies, whether he's writing them or directing them, and just doing something that's obscure and different. Gotcha. So I give it to Alex Garland. Yeah. And I want a fucking Swamp Thing film. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um. Yeah, that's good. I I'm, I was I was. I'm, Really, like, the one thing I can go away from this movie being like, holy shit, I really like that, was, uh, I'm probably gonna say the aesthetic, the visual, and the sounds that they were doing fucking floored me. Like, I loved the music, Mm -hmm. I loved the sound effects, Mm -hmm. and, like I was telling you earlier, the visuals in this movie, this is one of the few, if not only, movies where the credits came on, and I knew it wasn't a Marvel movie, I knew they weren't gonna have anything after the credits or during the credits, but I sat, I sat there and watched the fucking credits, not even expecting anything to happen. So just Nick Fury comes like, "Well, I want to join the Avengers," and then she fucks him, <laughs> just to cheat she, on her she husband because she's a terrible person. Exactly. <laughs> no, uh, I knew there wasn't going to be anything, and I sat there and watched it because the credit sequence was fucking gorgeous. The yeah. way they were doing the artwork and the design of everything, I just loved it. So I just sat there and watched it, and uh, mm-hmm. the visuals and yeah, the sound is yep. That's what it's going to. I, I nice. really, I really liked all that um yeah so it's, it's, it's it is a really good looking film yeah like the visuals are really Slick, trippy and yeah. cool looks really nice yeah this just reminded me of um you know speaking of alex garland and swamp thing uh one of the saga of the swamp swamp thing books mm-hmm. by uh alan alan moore. Uh, alan moore it's like one of them where it's like 
I think uh, Abby eats uh, eats a part of like the fruit from mm-hmm. uh, it's like a turnip or something from Swamp Thing's body. Yeah, and she starts like tripping, and you like have to turn the, the well, comic yeah. book. Yeah, you have to like turn it because it's like going like you have to read the page upside down. Yeah, it's going, oh man, yeah, it's so fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I hope he doesn't Swamp Thing. That'd be, be cool, incredible. Yeah, um, you have to turn upside down in your theater seat to like see yeah. what's going. You're like, what is it? Oh, going okay. those shitty ass fucking forty X seats. <laughs> Most uncomfortable <laughs> fucking like, seat I've ever been in my in, life. Buckle into it. And you don't have a buckle into it. You just sit down. Down. that's so weird hey if y'all want to go 40x just be ready for a super uncomfortable seat right when we sat down like holy shit this feels like a, you saw a slab of rock Panther it's like a black that. panther yeah. 40x it's the one whenever the seats will move and they put out like smells and yeah, no like thanks. water and shit no thanks for 20 some bucks it's worth the experience the first time i wouldn't go yeah. again <laughs> i just want to sit there i'd rather have a recliner chair like a 14 or exactly. a fucking uh draft house or something like yeah. that so yeah uh so that's it um or, or did we have did we have recommendation corner this week i don't really have anything yeah I don't really yeah <laughs> i didn't think that far ahead yeah we just squeezed two, uh two reviews this is a double review episode yeah we so got ca- it's just our catch-up yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta catch up a little bit catch up for your french fries exactly yeah. um so hopefully we'll get an episode recorded next week and i really want i really want to because it's gonna be thoroughbred thoroughbred yeah, thoroughbreds or whatever yeah one of uh, Anton Yelchin's that. last films. Yeah, exactly. Maybe his last film. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the trailer looks fucking awesome. It's like Mean Girl or not Mean Girls. The advanced like reviews Heathers. are really good. It's got like eighty some percent right now. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just see it. I just keep seeing it get compared to Heather's, and that's one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time. Yeah. So I'm uh, super looking forward to that. But next week will probably be Thoroughbred. Um, Thoroughbreds. Uh. We also we saw I Tanya at one point, and I don't know if we're ever going to do an episode for it or not. It's really good. It's good. Go see it. Yeah. Suffer some <laughs> awards tomorrow, or by the time you watch this, uh, they'll already be done. But yeah. got nominated for a bunch of things. The Academy Award, possibly winning some. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's definitely worth seeing. It's a great film. It's really, it's good. really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's it. You can. I'll let you take this. Where can they find us at with all this uh, stuff? They can find us and the award goes to pod podcast um, at Gmail. Uh-huh. Um, and you can also find us in and the award goes to at Facebook yep. and Twitter. I don't think we ever use the Twitter, but you nope. can do it there anyways. And <laughs> it's, it's somebody there. may read but, it. <laughs> yeah. Never... Probably the administrators at Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I never check anything on there. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, you can send us an email though. Drop us a question. Drop us a line. Tell us, I think we said last time, tell us what some of your favorite movies of last year were. Yeah. What are some good movies you've seen recently? And we'll completely share your opinion. No, we won't do that. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll talk about it and everything. Um, or discuss anything you want to say. If you want a question or anything like that. Like how do we stay so attractive and young looking? You can also oh, yeah. ask us that. <laughs> um, and yeah. That's it. Yep. Uh, yeah, so you can do all that on Facebook, Gmail, Twitter, all that stuff. And next week, we'll try to be back with our Thoroughbreds episode. Yes. So until that, uh, we'll see you guys later. Yep. Bye. Bye.